0: 420, 4DX
1: 420 extravaganza. 420, 2020,
0: 420, 2020, 420, 2020, 420, 2020.
2: Uh, I do not consent to search officer I do not consent to search Welcome everybody <laughs> happy 420 um it's a very special ginormous enormous uh, extravaganza episode um we have uh Cooper Andrews uh who is Jerry on the Walking Dead um who has become just a, what a great buddy of mine we're going to we're going to do all sorts of stuff together i'm cultivating a, a, like a uh a, a santa claus movie with him where he plays you know the original original origin of santa claus where he um it's like going to be like 300 uh meets um you know uh like a like a christmas movie
3: <laughs>
2: it's going to be a lot of lot of um Santa teaming up with elves and kicking the ass of people uh trying to come in and take over their land. It's going to be awesome. Um, people know this about Cooper. He's also, like, an amazing... He, he's done everything. Swordsman, you know. He's, like... He doesn't get to do a lot of the, you know, stuff that he normally can do in real life on the show. It's, like, he, he, he can actually... Like, if he had a real sword, he'd probably be able to actually destroy most of those zombies himself, if he had to. He'd just be like, uh, uh, uh watch out, Daryl. And then he'd just walk in there and just be like, shashank, shashankity shunk. And just take out, like, 20 freaking zombies himself. Walkers, sorry, walkers. They're called zombies, where I'm from. Um, anyway, so, uh, He's awesome. I'm, writing, we're, I'm adapting the uh, Brooklyn Gladiator, my comic book, into a movie. And this is a uh, part that I'm writing for, for Cooper to show up his skills. Uh, can you tell that I'm a big fan of Cooper? I think he's awesome. So we're, we, have, uh, we have him up first. Uh, and that'll be great, um, talking to him. And then we have uh, a very special Lost 420 episode and it was a it was an episode i did probably like two 420s ago that i never got to um post because man i think i i just i i i got so baked that i like forgot about it so i found it (laughs) and it's with my buddy uh andrew harrison who i um write my comic books with um, Moon Lake, Brooklyn Gladiator. Uh, he has some interesting views. Uh, he's uh, on uh, microdosing uh, mushrooms and stuff like that. So we have that um, uh, interview, which is going to be great. Um, and then we have uh, some observations from uh, another uh, buddy of mine, Arthur, who's uh, he's uh, in the mixed martial arts field, and he dabbles in the DMT world. And um, he has some, uh, you know, he went astral spelunkering one day, and he's got a fun story to share about some clockwork gnomes and stuff like that. So um, uh, strap in and uh, get your bong ready. Take a big-ass rip, because here
0: we go. Cooper! Cooper! Aren't you watching it, Cooper? Oh, my. Here we go. It's a special for the four twenty extravaganza. yeah. <laughs> Hello Dan. How you doing, man? <laughs> uh, it's very exciting. Chilling with my chilling verbally with my buddy Cooper Andrews. Everybody give Cooper a round of applause. And uh I and happy Abby four, happy for, happy four twenty, everybody. Happy four twenty, everybody. What have, you been, what have you been up to, man? What? How are you spending your uh, your crazy lockdown time? <laughs>
4: I've been <laughs> I've been uh, uh, doing a lot of uh, piano stuff, horribly, but oh. working on it more and more. Nice. Um, oh, I've been I've been helping uh, my wife, Abbin. I've been you know been Other people don't. Yeah. But I've been uh, we've been doing a lot of garden stuff. I just sprinted up the back stairs with a giant rock in my arms, so I'm a little winded wow. still because I don't, I don't sprint around with rocks enough, with big 50-pound rocks. I just don't do it as much often as I should. You're out
0: there in the middle of the woods, man.
4: That seems like a good place to, to be. It's, It definitely keeps the sanity because I'm like, when I go out the window and I just see nature, I'm thinking, okay, well, that's how it's supposed to be, but there's, when I go to the, the front, where my neighborhood is, I mean, I actually see a lot more people just sitting on their front porch, like standing outside, um, more than I have in the past. But everyone's just keeping, you know, the good front yard distance away from each other. <laughs> so, everyone's just waving uh, to each other. Our next door neighbors, uh-huh. at one point, they just looked at my little dog, Belushi. They just looked at him terrified. Uh Really? But yeah, yeah, because uh you know, he was like five pounds, but they were just afraid they're gonna get the virus from him from and him, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just I was like, all right, well, here we go this is this is not wow. normal how are you di- <laughs> how you how are you holding up Because
0: uh, I don't like thank God, knock on wood, thank god for for my ganja guy, he's very reliable oh. i it was extremely fortuitous. It was actually lovely. It was one of those psychic things. I was walking out of my house here in London, and I'm walking down the street, and I'm like, shit, I I need a guy that will deliver to my house because I was on my way to my guy who I had to, like, you know, travel. So I'm leaving my house, right. and this guy, as, as I'm thinking this, walks past me and, and must have just, like, picked up on my vibe and just been like... You need weed, man? You need weed? <laughs> I was just like, hey. and I won't pass him. And then I was just like, you know what? I, I'm, 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 I'm going to take a chance here. And I turned back, and the guy was really cool. And I was like, man, that was pretty risky. He was like, yeah, yeah, you seem cool, though. And I was like, yeah. Uh, so this guy has been, just because I randomly, it was it was just the timing of it. I ran, randomly walked and passed him on the street. At the, if, if I had left er, earlier or later, I never would have met him. And now he's been like my fucking savior during this time. He's bringing me amazing ganja, and I don't know Great. what I would do. I don't know what I would do without him. I mean, I mean, I would obviously not be baked. But um, you know, it, I I I'm, if, I I can go for I, I can go for stints. Obviously, you know, I've gone for yeah. for periods of time without smoking. But my God, if I didn't have
4: ganja during this time, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know. I, I, I mean, wall. for I mean. We could do the stints for sure, but that's when we get to, you know, leave, you know. And I like being at home. I'm I'm very much like a, I've always been kind of like a homebody kind of person. Um, I feel like a lot of us are in a in a kind of way, but like it's, uh, but I think it's because we just we go around so much, which, you know, woe is me kind of thing. But but it's you know it's a very like, you know, there's no uh just. Taking that time to to just sort of catch up with you know, just with home. So it's a very uh, uh, yeah. It's it's peaceful and stressful. But man, if I didn't have yeah, if I didn't have some ganja, I would be uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the world wouldn't be good. London London should be thankful for that for whoever is making sure you're taken care of because yeah, usually you it's know, kind of sparse. It'd be, it'd be in danger, be sparse in Europe. Yeah, I'd be. You know, I'd be I'd, knocking on I'd doors.
3: Be... <laughs> yeah.
4: Exactly. Hello.
0: would uh, I... <laughs> uh, be like Wimpy from uh, Popeye. I'll, I'll pay <laughs> you Tuesday for a hamburger today.
5: Yeah. Uh, I'm looking, uh, I, uh,
0: I, I've i been playing, I, I, I think I'm, I don't know. There's, there's definitely a, a TV show or something out of what's going on with me here. I'm like, it's like Mr. Mom here. I'm like, it's like daddy daycare, spending a shitload of time with my kids, man. It's just like, oh, That's my gotta God.
4: That's got to be great, though. That's got to be great. I mean, it's your nice. kids are it's... amazing. My
0: kids are great, thank God. Knock on wood. They're, they're awesome, <laughs> and but they're also nuts, you know, and they're also, like, there are moments where they can be just, like, ear-piercingly shrill maniacs, you know, and it's like <laughs> I, I start to get... I start to get PTSD from you know this, all the the shrieking, but uh, what, what, uh, what <laughs> of oh, the positives? What are the po- <laughs> what are the positives? They can't help it. Is the uh, I've been they they've been like, hey, daddy, what what shows did you used to watch as a kid? You know when we when you were our age. And I was like, whoa. So do you know what I watched with them today? <laughs> no. I, I'm like 10 years older than you, but I watched with them.
4: Punky Brewster? <laughs> yeah. Punky Brewster. Do you even know what that is? I know the name. Yeah, I'm more, I, I, right. I know the name, but my mom always quotes things like that. But no, which one was Punky Brewster? Punchy your or Punky?
0: Mom. Oh, fuck. Punky,
4: Punky my Brewster mom.
0: was... Uh, your mom? Your Soleil, mom. Moon, Fry. Soleil Moon Fry. Remember Sole Moon was... Fry? Remember Sole Moon Fry? No? Oh, uh, no. Uh, no, the moon the moon side? Moon. Sole Moonfry. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is It's hard to. These are, these concepts are crazy. It sounds like I'm saying a haiku. Sole Moonfry. Sounds Fry like I should be watching girl, this with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Sole Moonfry was the girl who played Punky Brewster. And she plays this orphan. It takes place in the 80s. She plays this orphan who. Is taken in by. Um, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Police Academy? Yes. Okay. Remember. You remember, Commandant Lasage. Remember that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. He <laughs> fucking. <laughs> he was just an idiot. But he was just this blowhard, bussery kind of. Oh, you know. When <laughs> he was like always like, you know, just like doing the stupidest shit anyway, he was the fucking he was the dad on punky brewster and uh and he's hysterical on the show he's basically this like constantly screaming at her for like fucking shit up in his house and uh it's hysterical to me he's like he's like he he really shouldn't be raising children he's like this like real he's like this grumpy old fart that's like constantly screaming at her Punky! <laughs> so anyway so I've That's, just been like my daughter I've just been running around my house screaming at my daughters like the f- father from funky Brewster <laughs> <laughs> what <When> are you doing <laughs> the two of you are destroying my house
5: <laughs>
0: uh, and we been watching uh, we've been watching you remember the uh, the, the, the cartoon uh, the gummy bears remember that yeah young for that? yeah
5: We've been watching that. We
0: were singing. You remember the Gummy Bears song? Gummy Bears. Bouncing here and there. Oh, Care
4: Bears. Bears." Care Bears. Care Bears.
0: No, that's Care Bears. That's giving the Care Bears stare.
4: No, Care Bears. Bears Gummy Bears had that song? (laughs) There's so many. Yeah, the Gummy
0: Bears. That's (laughs) why the Gummy Bears. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gummy Bears so what do you what are
4: you what are you what are
0: you uh what are you smoking or what are you smoking
4: today um it's this stuff from uh it's this stuff from washington um that they they had this hybrid in washington washington state they had a lot of their a lot of their uh dispensaries um not only do they give like full lists, but it tells you what you're what you're aiming for. Like if you're trying to get like a a mellow concentration, or like a you're trying to collaborate, or you're trying to like study for a test. Like there's different different uh, types. Um, so I really appreciate that store. So this one I'm trying to remember. I mean I'm at, I'm you know I'm on reserves, man. I'm I'm pulling on reserves here. Oh buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh buddy. So it's a uh, it's a hard lesson. You have
0: to stock up on it. You have to, man. You have to get some. Make sure you have some. Make sure you reach out. I'll make sure that you have some. It's important because you know it's very important. You know that the THC is actually um combats the corona. You know that, right?
4: I'm not surprised. I, I mean, I would have, I theorized it, but I just do that for everything. It's like, ooh, well, you I'm know that the uh, what
0: what what's it called the hydrochlorozorazine, whatever that they're fucking pushing on the side that says it it actually helps it you know you know what i'm talking about
4: no the only i've only just got that chloroquine in my head that that works. yeah that's what i'm I talking lung- about chloroquine oh yeah yeah <laughs>
0: chloroquine yeah did you know that I- that's like it's only a, like one molecule away from thc see i did not know that I did not know that. Isn't that interesting?
4: That is I mean, interesting. Maybe, makes, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say something. something I want to like say something. That. I'm not political. You know I'm not. The, but, uh, no. but I just have my my thought. But I just want to put this as a thing. Had Trump yeah. said in January, guys, there's something super serious and it's a pandemic and I'm going to shut. Or This is pandemic worthy and I'm going to have to shut, you know. Everything down, we're gonna have to do this stay at home order, do all these things. I personally think there are many people who would have done the exact opposite of him. And the fact that he didn't raise the alarm as soon as everyone else, I felt like saved it. Saved people. That's just a theory though. That could be completely You think wrong. that he was like
0: You think he was like shit, no one's gonna fucking believe me <laughs> so I, Right. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut and I'm gonna save lives. That's what he's
4: thinking. Yeah, today. I, I think I think he says I'm going to say the opposite of what everyone wants me to say, so that they'll do the opposite of what I tell them. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe just, just to think be. about, just because again, I have no so, again. I mean, I, I, yeah, I have my opinions, but sometimes I'm looking at things. I'm like, well, I just watched him say this, and that's all what he was what he was saying, you know. And then it's uh, and it becomes like this or doing uh, this thing. I'm like, we're doing, yeah, or doing. You, you know, I'm like this. I
0: often feel like he's just, he's speaking in, in code 99% of the time. Yeah. You know, I don't, it's like, I, like
4: I do so I'm so sorry. This is weird. We're used to talking in front of each other's faces. So I, I, this is a furry, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a, I just think that there, some people just would do the opposite of what he says just because he said it. You know, that's just a thought I had. Um, yeah. It <laughs> like, it's
0: it's like we're living in 1984, you know, the yeah, yeah, the the
4: novel. I just read something about that. They're bringing it up on a, like Twitter is my my Twitter feed and it was like what are people talking about today? Um and they were yeah. talking about Orwell, not Orwell. Um not Orwell I said, the uh, what's your sleep schedule now, by the way?
0: Yeah. What's your
4: sleep schedule like my sleep schedule? My sleep schedule
0: is that I uh, am, I wake up at fucking, when my kids wake up at five in the morning, you know, 5.30, and I I get up, you know, and, and, uh, you know, my wife is, is like, up immediately. I I take some time to get up. I've been sleeping so deeply here for some reason that it makes me, like so groggy to fucking get up. Um, it's weird. Uh, and and then, you know, I'm fucking just going straight through the day, just, you know, basically watching my kids. You know, we, we try to set up, especially during, like, we're homeschooling them. So I do fucking, you know, P.E., I do art time. You know, there's a lot of, hell, a lot of play time. We do ninja time. We're making up hella fucking games and shit, and, and and then by the end of the day, by the end of the day, I'm just fucking exhausted. Like if I'm if I'm awake past nine p.m., I'm like super proud of myself. What about you?
4: <laughs> I, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to come back to ninja ninja time um, <laughs> on that.
0: Uh, ninja, ninja time is exciting. I have to. I, I've I've been creating all sorts of like. Games, new game, because you got to get creative. You know, I have never. I have to come up with something new every fucking day to keep my kids, you know, attention. It's crazy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome, though. I'm sure they gotta be loving it. They gotta be loving it. Um, My sleep has been. I've always had a weird sleep schedule. If I'm not, if I'm not like, uh, you know, filming my sleep schedule is something along the lines of I'm awake. I'm a, uh, Oh jeez It's like I'm awake for 19 hours and I sleep for six. Um, and so I, I constantly am in like this, this delay. So like, there'll be like a week well, where I'm waking up every day at, you know, between like, you know, 4:30 AM and 5:30 and then just keeps getting pushed back like an hour. Um, depending, and now, like, today I woke up, like, uh, I woke up at uh, 12.30 today, and I'm like, is this, Jeez. like, on a Saturday? 12.30 in the afternoon, what are you doing with your day? Like, well, I'm guessing I got, I'm so not going to be able to get over to, the, get over to the pub later, go bowling, go sing at a, uh, sing at a retirement center uh, for a group of – You've been going people. out bowling to the pub? <laughs> I just tell people. I always I've just been doing this thing. It's like uh, they're like, "Hey, do you want to do like a like?" I've been doing a lot of FaceTime recently, I, which I I don't have on my phone, but I have on my iPad, and so I've been Facetiming a lot yeah. of people. But I like I like telling everybody some excuse of why I can't meet, and then I'll meet, but I'll be like, "Oh, I gotta." <laughs> it's like I gotta go shake hands at the you know um, at the daycare, <laughs> you know, just like you know, something <laughs> like, like that. Just just the imagery. I mean. I, and I was watching. I mean, this is this my, age, my agent literally told me not to tell people this. Um, yeah. This is, even, this, is this, this, and this is just conversational. She's not, This isn't even like career advice. She's just telling me, don't tell people you watch that show. It's like so i I watched Glee. I watched all of all of Glee. And
3: there's so many <laughs>
4: <laughs> during this time. And there's so many moments. When every i just look. if I, if you watch it with the idea that the coronavirus is happening and just how I watch everyone hugs each other, how close they are to singing oh. in each other's faces like perfect yeah. enemy they're just singing in each other's faces <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah! it's fun to watch
0: about <laughs> yeah, it I, I, I catch i catch myself like cringing or or like flinching watching TV and, see, and seeing people, like, holding hands, you know? Just be <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> hey, are you crazy? <laughs> oh, crazy.
4: Like, I see, you know, yeah, those we YouTube videos, yeah. the YouTube videos, the free hugs videos where people, like, you know, you got people who are in those tank tops and, like, shorts, and they're just hugging everybody. I'm like, no. Hell no. Get away. You know? And I, and, yeah. uh, I just... <laughs> To like skin to skin, man. Now skin to skin. Are you insane? Like, remember when we used to hug each other and we used to, like, cough and laugh together? You when we got you to we'll ever, share one you pipe? Think
0: we'll ever, you think we'll ever high-five and cough and
4: laugh and share pipes again, man? I absolutely do. I would hate, I would you hate do? to think. I would hate to think we're going to – I don't think I'm going to be doing it with uh, – um, you know, those, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Here, pass to your left. I don't think I'll be doing those as often. If uh, ever, it'll be like, it'll, be, it'll have to be a circle of trust. Um, a circle of a tr- trust. A, yeah, a circle of trust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm already. A circle of trust. The circle, a circle
0: of, trust. of trust. I am, I, am, I, am. I... <laughs> <laughs> I uh I was a bit of a germaphobe before, so it's kinda of, I'm gonna use this as an excuse to never shake hands again with anyone.
4: That's perfect. You, That's you like that? It. Yeah, just do like a supercharged up like if we high five correctly, even from five feet apart, we will create a super ball. Something like that. Like Ooh. an energy ball. Something and if you no, didn't I high five that. in the air correctly, then we're not going to make it. I'm doing my part, right? If you're not helping me make the energy ball, that's on you, man. And you okay, put it on them, look at, you know? That's like a Powerball Z. It's kind of like
0: greeting with chi. Greeting with chi energy.
4: Oh, I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah. You go, well, I was going to say chai five, but that doesn't, you know, that's a, it's still, it's a CHI, doesn't work. <laughs> chai five. <laughs> um, so, Hey, do you do you know what your name means? Um, so Cooper is a barrel maker, but yeah. but literally, my mom and I got that out of the phone book when I was three. So I always oh. think of it as Cooper Tires. Um, and then yeah. and then Andrew Andrew means like manly <laughs> or something. Yeah. So. A manly, a manly barrel maker. <laughs> manly maker I don't know of what, barrels. I don't know what Lawrence means, though. That's my middle, oh, name, that Lawrence. middle name, Lawrence. Oh, is that Lawrence? Yeah, Lawrence. I look it up,
0: man. I'll <laughs> look it up you know. right
4: now. What does Lawrence um,
0: mean? Yeah, people with know, a W. With a w. Know, oh, with a W, as in, like, yeah. the law.
3: Yeah. Lawrence.
0: Oh. Well, I didn't know that. You know, that's not... A, that's not that's not a known thing, that you have a middle name.
4: Oh, yeah, no. It's um, not a man for Laurentum. Name. What did you say? Is, is man Lawrence
0: given name. I it means bright. That's what it means, bright. Lawrence oh a masculine given name. Yeah. Oh, bright, bright meaning man. a manly
4: barrel maker.
0: Bright one.
4: It's right one. It says
0: Shining One. The Shining <laughs> One. Madly Shining One. Maker of Barrels. Jesus what if that's what if that's how we like that's how we prefer to be referred to by our poetic names. Be, that would be what's, amazing. Uh what's yours mean? Ma's name a, is my name is uh, let me think here. It's um uh, it Daniel means God is my judge. <laughs> Kevin God. means handsome, and Fogler means bird catcher. So, God is my judge, handsome bird catcher. That's my name. <laughs> and you are maker of barrels, shining one,
4: manly.
0: <laughs>
4: God is my judge. <laughs> God that's, is my uh, that's judge. Like a- That's a big, that's a big, like, uh, uh, yeah, fuck all of you kind of name. I like it. Daniel. That's what Daniel means? I don't know if it means fuck all of you. I just think it means, like, you do you, I'm (laughs) going to do me, because judge, my only judge is God kind of situation. I like that. That's
0: cool.
3: You got it. That's how I
4: took it. That's That's how I started taking it
0: recently. Like, you're not my judge. God is my judge, so. I'll I'll wait till later. But um, I mean
4: you're always uh, you're always this reasonable dude so it's I, I almost would believe you've had that mentality and if you even if it, you're saying you you're just adapting it you've always been like uh you've always I feel like you always have like this sage advice to do the right thing. So yeah, it's like no, nah, y'all are crazy. God's my judge. I like it.
0: Yeah, that sage thing is fairly recent. Um,
4: oh, well, nice.
0: so you like inf- you like infusing weed in things?
4: Yes, yes. Um, like we do. A, like you a gave me. Oil. I remember I was at your house. I was at your house
0: and you gave me this. It was like a, like a coconut tea ganja yeah. infused concoction.
4: Yeah. So let me. And it got. Ca- so,
0: yeah.
4: Oh no! Sorry, go go go. Yeah. yeah. What happened? How'd you feel? Tell Tell me, tell me,
0: tell
3: me what you are going
4: to say. Well, my my thing is, I think the, uh, um, I don't like putting weed with things I already enjoy. Like I like tea, but there are a lot of teas. And if I put it like, I tried putting, uh, I tried putting it in hot chocolate, but it just sort of ruins the hot chocolate. It doesn't, to me, it's like, I like my hot chocolate separately. I'm one of those people though, like, I like, Ketchup and mustard on my hot dogs, but I can't do that on my burger. Kind of. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that do mustard on burgers. Well, no, a lot of people do do mustard on burgers. And sometimes, once I'm used to a thing being that way, I have to have it that way. So I like, I like confusing weeds with things I wouldn't normally, uh, normally eat it with. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to try. I mean, like my thing is, if you can kick back a, you know, a shot of whiskey, you know, then surely you can, you know, you can fit this you know, fit this in something that can chew fast. Like, to me, the chocolate, like, if I'm eating a brownie, it's just so, like, I'm just like, all right, it's stuck in my teeth. This is potent, you know. I'd rather just eat the weed straight up if we're going to do this after it's been, you know, right properly uh, cooked so it can do stuff. I do think if you eat, because uh, everyone says if you just eat weed by itself, nothing will happen, and I agree. But I also think, well, what happens when your body, like, burns it up and the acid, like, di- like you know, start digesting it, like, then what, then what happened? Oh, no, I
0: definitely, no, 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 I
4: definitely, I was,
0: I was doing this high times interview and I took this bit really far where they were doing this (laughs) cannabis cup thing and they handed me the (laughs) cup and it was filled with these, like probably the most delicious nugs I've ever seen in my life. So I'm doing Mm. this like ad for them for the cannabis cup and then I start eating the the nugs like popcorn, and I'm chewing, <laughs> I'm chewing them up, and then and, and I'm just and I'm, and I'm continuing in the interview. I was wasted after the <laughs> third nug. Just I was I was just visibly gone, just gone. So yeah, you get you can you chew, you can chew on a nug and get super wasted. With the right
4: gondola, <laughs> it's like I guess, I want you know you know those Boy Scouts of America tins where they put the popcorn in and they hit your mailbox and then um, still sell you the popcorn. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Kind of. Do you ever have those
4: guys? Like like Girl Scouts do the uh, they would do the cookies. They'd go door to door knocking on cookies, and the Boy Scouts would go door to door bringing popcorn tin, tins. Tins. Um, oh. Point is that would be perfect that's a perfect thing for different nuggets. You can have all the, Oh different, you know, yeah. And just fill it in there. I've been trying to think of so many devices for, cause the thing is I didn't get into weed until, uh, I was 30. Um, right after, right after we wrapped season seven, um, uh, I started, I started smoking. Um, it was, some, uh, so two reasons. One, uh, I pulled my hamstring so bad um, on the on the show that it was bruised like I, bruised from like the my calf to my ass pretty much. I had like this bruise going that that length. Oh, um, well, I probably, probably should have gone to the doctor. I didn't. I was like, All right, I'm off for a few weeks. I'm gonna just heal this, and I just started doing the because uh, I had injuries like that before, and I've uh, but I did the edible um and more edibles and it, I noticed that it was the pain was like going away so much faster. Um but that yeah. slash slash Trump getting elected. Um I was like, all right, weed's not gonna be I was really hoping weed was gonna be legal. Like I can't I'm you yeah, know, I'm not drinking anymore. Like I stopped drinking a while ago. And no you're wrong, I'll still have a drink here and there, but I mean maybe like twice a year, three times a year I'll I'll get drunk at most if that um and so i just don't i just don't enjoy the the feeling anymore and how i felt like the next day i wouldn't i wouldn't get hangovers or anything but then uh uh but yeah i just i did so much you know you, all of us you know a lot of people i was so against weed i was so against it and then i realized just how hmm. corporate it was why why it was not a thing i'm like and then i you know and i guess part of it and i and i say when i say trump i don't mean it in the sense of like like, like, again, like, oh, world's going to hell kind of thing. Um, it's just more of a, uh, it's, like, this is me trying to share how non-political I am, but I'm trying to say that, like, there are, weed not being legal was completely, was a government thing, that when it, and corporations working together. Like, that was just uh, cotton, you know, that was cotton taking over, and I was like, oh, wow, so hemp and weed and all these things that would have been studied, but just aren't even being looked at because of, uh, because of, you know, these, these rich guys controlling the market in a way Um, it was villainized because, um, pharmaceutical
0: companies wanted to make money, uh, selling chemicals rather than giving people weed, which would help them 90 to a thousand times more.
4: Right. It, oh, right. I did this, uh, uh, I did this, this cannabis show few, like years ago. Um, and yeah, he was talking about like how, like you've seen that. I'm sure people know it. it's like that, that Henry, I didn't know about that Henry Ford car made out of hemp. He made a oh, car yeah, out of yeah. hemp and I'm like, right. and they were like it's stronger than steel, lighter than steel. And and, it, again, it wasn't used because of those manufacturers, like, you know, just lobbyists, I guess. Like, again, because of, uh, uh, you know, because of cotton and manufacturers, I guess, and steel. I don't know. It was just, you know, a lot of people that yeah. lost money had hemp gone bigger. Um, and then, so once um, you... But, free energy. You
0: know, it's, it's the yeah, same thing as electric best. cars. Yeah. Like the same. You know, oil versus oil. It's um, There's a lot of things that... <clears throat> we've been stuck in, you know, people have died for, you know, economies have been crashed on um, because we're stuck in this, this paradigm of feeding these same companies uh, who are feeding us the same shit over and over.
4: Well, exactly. And so, so the reason I bring that up is because I was, um, again, I was 30 and I'm thinking, why didn't I like weed so so much like why was I was against it and it was the people who were smoking it that I knew um and they just they they would me i mean you know right, i mean yeah, you, well, you know my story like i dropped out of high school with 3 weeks left um and all i you know i was so afraid i would do some backup job cuz all through high school you know you have you know teachers saying well what's your backup plan what if this doesn't happen i'm like well i'm going to work in film i'm not saying i want to be an actor i just want to work on sets. I don't care what I do. I just want to be on them and uh which isn't hard. I mean it's I mean not easy, but it's not like it's it's not an impossible thing to do to just be on a set that like through some in my case is being a sound guy, but like there was there's always a always a way and you know again that's just you know people you know telling me uh you know telling me these things. So anyway, the point is I'm I'm working like I'm working uh, construction, and then I'm trying to do all these, like, Craigslist movie stuff. And meanwhile, my friends who are, you know, just working you know, working a part-time job and, you know, going to part-time school, and they're smoking weed constantly. And so it just had, like, this bad look. Or, like, the, you know, the kids in high school, you know, they'd be – it was just, like, I didn't want to follow that image. And so they represented weed. Mm. So my biggest thing is how, how do we make weed not look like – oh, hey, in order for you to smoke weed, you have to, you know, skip class and, uh, you know, wear a black hoodie and, uh, and you know, and, like, hang out <laughs> by the side of a car. You know, like, huddle by the side of a car like you're, you know, looking at, like, ooh, look, we created fire. Like, it's a very, it always looked, you know, honestly, it just looked it looked weird to me, you know? I was just like, guys, really? It's like, you don't want to <laughs> do something else, right? You know, it's like, you know, and, and I also think I have a different, I have a different mentality with it for the for the fact, and you know, you and I have completely. So, so this is I'm just telling you my side of it. But the um, but like I kind of got to figure myself out a little bit before I started smoking weed, and I feel, you know, if you're when you rely on it so much uh, at at an age when I feel like a lot of people shouldn't be using it yet, um, I think think you know, I don't know. It just it was never a good good was never, it never looked good to me. Like it just as a, not like, well, aesthetically. And I just, it would represent it. I was like, Oh, well you guys are doing this and this and you're, you know, you're, so I just never understood it. And now I, I get it, you know, I get it now, but you know, I just, I, 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 enjoy it more now when I feel like I'm like, okay, I know I have to learn all these lines. Okay. Let me just sit down. Oh, I know I have to clean the house or right, I'm gonna smoke this, you know, it's that kind of, uh, I use it in that kind of way. Well, so those
0: are two extremely... those are That's like homework, you know? Those are chores.
4: And then, yeah.
0: you know, people don't normally equate those two together. Wait a minute, you're smoking pot and you're doing your chores? You know, it's like... You're being responsible?
4: It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, why not? I mean, yeah. it's like... I mean, luckily, nowadays... Fun. Music, yeah, man. I mean, I find... Obviously, I've been smoking for quite a while. I found it uh, probably sort of smoking regularly um, freshman year or like uh, the summer after college, like that summer after high school. That's when I really found it. Summer after high school leading into college. And... um, Oh, so, yeah, your first
4: like?
0: my first experience smoking pot was I went to uh, I went to you know this is back in the day in like the 90s so you could score some pot like in the middle of the fucking day in Washington Square Park you just walk up to some guy and they're like already walking up to you like shoving it in your hand. You know, you're just like what the fuck, you know, you're like, like that's how it was back then. So I, I was, I went to the park. I was about 15. This guy comes up to me, and it's just a pop 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 pa, like oh, my fist i was like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. And he starts like looking down. He's like, grabs my shirt. He looks down my shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, you look like a narc. Are you a cop? And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm like, no, man. I'm a high you know, like whatever, the fuck.
4: Like,
0: uh, you look like you know. a cop. Yeah. I was, I was probably like 17 or something. And uh, so he goes, um, he goes, all right, all right, all right, And uh, he just walks over and he picks up, he just had like over to the side in the bushes his weed stash that was just crumpled up in like fucking paper bags. Like, it just looked like garbage, you know? And I was like, What are you giving me? And I looked inside and it looked like there was weed in there. It looked like probably the worst, gnarliest, <laughs> like uh I I'd never I didn't I didn't know what to compare it to, but it was just some swag <laughs> weed, you know. It was like it was some swag. <laughs> and uh so I took it and I got high the first time. Um oh, uh... but uh it was very silly. I smoked it and uh And I was just, like, everything, I felt like everything kind of, like, slowed down, you know. That's what it was. Everything just slowed down because I was felt like a, um, I was such a hyper kid, you know. I was so, like, you know, I was just, like, full of energy, constantly improvising, just, like, and um, doing pratfalls. Like, I was nonstop, you know, like. And weed helped me to fucking chill the fuck out. I smoked it, and and then I, I found, like, oh, I can, oh, this is what it's like to just, you know, observe for a second, you know. It put me in the moment. Yeah. That's um, yeah. what it did um, in a big way. It really helped me to, fo- to focus, you know. And it basically did all the things for me that they tell you it doesn't. You know, it it makes you stupid and, you know, it makes you less social and uh, it made me, it made made me more social and it made me more creative and it made me, you know, I'm just a huge advocate of it. But yeah, like there were times I'm sure where I was, because here's the thing, the stigma creates the aesthetic. So if you're constantly be, when I was a kid, I was it was like we were constantly being hunted. You know, if you're if you're if you're drug of choice, if you're not allowed to walk down the street with it, it's like you're a fucking criminal. So yeah, you're gonna be in like some fucking black hoodie, you know, in the shadows with your friends, like a bunch of fucking roaches, you know, waiting for a <laughs> light to shine on you. You know, that's what it, You know, that's what it felt right. like. And going to these dispensaries now it's it it almost brings a tear to my eye. That's all I'm
4: gonna say. <laughs> right. I well I get and I mean like there was this there's this great place where you no 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 it was uh this was at one of the conventions it was in Oregon, uh in Portland. yeah and they had a they have that one, it just looks like a steampunk Willy Wonka entrance. and there's like it looks like the popcorn and candy tubes that just go up the ceilings and they, you know, they have the drinks and everything. I love the drinks. And, uh, um, but yeah, my first, my first time, uh, getting like proper, proper high, um, was there's a few moments. My first time doing edibles, first time smoking a vape, first time smoking out of a bong. Uh, each of them were their different experiences, but all three of them, I was laughing. Like so hard, yeah. right? Like the first the first month of me me smoking, I was a giggler. I mean I always <laughs> giggle, but I mean this is like I would I do you know like when you have like so many edibles that you and you if you or anything, really, if you're just baked, doesn't matter what it is, but you can get uh you can start blacking out a little bit, like from laughing too hard because the yeah. what I'm talking about <laughs> So sure. I was in my this comfy, those, those outdoor reclining metal chairs and like, and I'm just rocking at a steady beat and I'm just laughing along since everyone's laughing. I have no idea what I was talking about. And I start laughing so hard and I just tilt my head back and I just go to a place where I hear voices, but it's all black. And then I come back still laughing. I came back like my, my face was glued in the laugh position. (laughs) but that happens I fell off I fell off a chair laughing and woke up on the floor as in (laughs) like on the those are it only happens it's not because I'm so fucked up it's just because I laugh so hard and I guess the way oxygen gets to the head is a lot different yeah Um, you get deprived (laughs) oxygen but it's so many, what's a, uh, I mean? This is a. I feel like we should be talking about weed today. You know, it's a good day to talk about it. Right? Of course. Uh, what um, was there ever situation where <laughs> you you realized how high you were? I mean, there had to have been, and you're like, I can't be this high right now. But you had to do. You had to do something anyway. Oh, had the f- well, like wh- whether you're at a it? job or whether you're like funny, like any- yeah.
0: Oh god, dude. I have, I have a hysterical story, actually. Um, when I was in college, okay. Uh, and I, what was my senior year? And basically I just didn't give a fuck.
2: I was just like,
0: I just, I was just skipping classes. I was like, fuck it. I'm out of here. You know,
2: I just, I was just like,
0: so over it. And, um, I got really baked, like so baked on this, like really special, we were like celebrating, you know, in the middle of the day, it was like, it's noon, you know, let's fucking take bong hits and celebrate our seniorship, you know? (laughs) And, uh, so i was just wasted at noon and then my buddy burst in and was just like what the fuck are you guys doing here you do realize that you know our voice and speech coach our voice and speech teacher <laughs> announced that if everybody isn't in his class this afternoon that he's going to fail everyone right <laughs> he was like and he was like so you have to go and I was just like, "What? I can't. I mean, it's impossible. I can't fucking go like this. I just can't." And he just basically drags me there. Okay, so now I'm in, I'm in class, and it's like, it's like this fucking. I'm late. You know, I'm five to ten minutes late to class. Mm-hmm. I get in there, and you know, it's in the middle of voice and speech. So I don't know if anyone's gone to acting school, but it was surreal and absolutely ridiculous and you want to talk about giggling I couldn't stop I could not (laughs) stop giggling the second I walk in there it's like this weird like moody you know this pretentious you know lighting and everybody (laughs) you know the entire class is basically like hanging over you know everyone's asses are in the air and the teachers like hanging over as well and he's going, okay. He's so, so pretentious. Okay, repeat after me: uh, bah, bah, bah. And then the class repeats:
4: ba ba
0: ba. And I am just, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I can't do it. I'm, I'm gyrating with laughter. I'm like, I can't do this right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I feel like a sheep going ba ba ba. Okay, so then. And he keeps looking over at me, and I'm like, dude, I I I can't I can't hold my shit together, I just can't. And my buddy just won't let me leave the class. And uh, So you with me so far? Yeah. yeah. No, but... So then he so then it's the middle of the class, and he goes, okay everyone.
4: <laughs> he says, okay everyone, we're going to do our um
0: final project does everyone know their has everyone practiced their line from the poem right and i start looking around going 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 my friends going what the fuck is my line what is the line from my poem what poem what what, what? I, I just like, didn't give a shit i didn't care and everyone's just like dude you've fucked. i'm not helping you
4: out and i'm like oh come on
0: Someone tell me what the fuck is please tell me what the line is
4: so then he's like, "Okay, everyone gather around,"
0: and, and I'm like, "We start." I'm like in the middle of the thing, so I'm like, "Maybe if I start hearing the poem, I'll be able to figure out what the fuck my line is." I start hearing this poem, and I'm like, "I've never heard this poem in my life." Like, okay, so I'm like, someone, someone bail me out. Someone fucking tell me what my line is." It gets to me,
4: and he says, "Dan." You're holding the, you're holding up the the, the iambic pentameter, you know, whatever the fuck he says. Oh, oh yeah.
0: And yeah, I yeah. go, uh, I, he goes, D- you don't know your line, do you? And I go, I have no idea what my line is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he goes, it's okay, Dan. Let me help you, okay? <laughs> and he walks up to me, and I'm sitting in a circle with everybody. He walks up to me. And I can't sit still. You know, I'm fucking wasted. And he puts his <laughs> hands on my knees. He puts his hands on my knees. And I'm like, it's so uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I'm trying not to laugh
4: so hard. <laughs> and he goes, okay, Dad, repeat after me. And I go, oh, yeah? And he goes, <laughs> I'm rolling, rolling, rolling. Over the high, high hells. Okay? And I start looking around, and everyone's looking at me, and
0: I'm going, I'm like, you're kidding. That's my line.
4: And he goes, yes, dad, it's a famous line from a famous poem. And I go,
0: okay. And he goes,
4: Repeat after me. I'm rolling, rolling, rolling over the high, high. So I'm like, okay, And, and I just start.
0: I start getting to the rolling, 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 and I get through it, and I get to the high, high part, and I just, I just start cracking up. I can't. I can't deal. I'm just like this is not right. This is surreal. This
4: is crazy. And it's all hi, hi. <laughs> over it.
0: And finally, I just burst out. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can't do this right now. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm like, I was like, I'm so sorry. Maybe failed you. I can't be here right now. I am a lunatic.
4: I can't have to leave. And I was like,
0: please let me leave. And he was just like, just
4: get out. Just get out of my class.
0: fucking dragged my ass out of that class laughing oh my god laughing oh I, i shouldn't have gone i shouldn't have gone but what was i gonna do
4: so i mean just to just to clarify that was your line and he also knew you were high and he was pleased that this just happened to be a coincidence or did he not did he not even realize i mean he's had to he had to know I mean, he's. There's no way this is a teacher in New York that doesn't. I think know what a he high knew I think. Was.
0: I think it was all of the above. It was
4: just like this crazy, all
0: the- happy accident. He knew. I, he probably gave. He probably gave me that line because he knew I was always skipping class and getting high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just fucking. It was. It, he had. He he, he. he he was just fucking loving every second of it. That shit, fuck.
4: Anyway, I'm rolling, rolling. <laughs> Over the high high hill, is that?
0: Rolling rolling correct? rolling
4: over the high
0: high hill, and then he had me saying high high a high high. High, <laughs> high over and over and over again, and I was and, and that's surreal even if you're not high. You know what I mean?
4: Right. <laughs> that's a, I call those I do call those I do call those high moments when when something ridiculous happens and you're not sure if that was ridiculous cause you're a or you have to like check with your sober friend. I'm like, was I really high that, that, when that happened or is that, was that a thing? Like, is that, is that really weird? Um, I watched a kid like yeah. a sober kid, ask another sober kid, um, for like a drink and the drink was in his hand, was already in his hand. And I'm like, are you high? Yeah. He's like, no, what, did you just ask him for a drink and you had a cup with a drink in it? And he's like, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, that's like, weird. Know. Like, I'm like, that's weird. Like, why is that too high for that? Don't fuck with me.
0: Yeah, that, I, that's, some people don't even have to be high. Like, that's like a failsafe safe that was built in from our, you know, our overlords from the very beginning of time. They built in short-term memory, short lifespan, and sometimes we're just, you know, in a daze. <laughs> like the normal person.
4: I um, I don't know how people. I mean, like, all right, good. I was gonna say real quick on that. How hard? I mean, the frontier. Being part of the original colonies, all all of the, everything that was, like, groundbreaking to any country. How could you have survived that stress without weed? I guess people would say, no, I don't know. I, I don't know how they did it. Well, our, didn't, our, didn't
0: our forefathers had, had it, supposedly.
4: <laughs> Fucking Washington. They had to have.
0: No, they did. The farmer. You didn't He's a that?
4: farmer. There's no way they didn't. They had to. They've been, no, he they,
0: absolutely yeah. had it, dude. I believe yes, it. it was their... No, look at the history. I Washington it. grew you. it. I be- they all, all the forefathers knew it was good shit. They, it was a huge commodity. They were selling hemp and ropes. What do you fucking think that the the ships and the sails and all that were made out of, man?
4: Right, right. That's, they knew what it was up. How do we make? How do we? How do we tell these people that weed's cool? I mean, everyone, everyone knows now They're figuring it out. No, yeah, I think it's, it's a slow thing, but it, I mean, I think it's happening. It's happening. I think but they're going to I think people are going to figure out how they're going to make their money first and then they're going to legalize it. I think that's how it's going to then they'll start selling it. Once, because, once because everyone... it's like
0: it's a, it's so it's so versatile, you know, clothing, you know, materials Fucking, he made a car out of it. That's insane. I I, I thought he yeah. I thought he
4: fueled it. I didn't know he built the fucking cars and fueled it. Yeah, it was a car. That's I'll us in the video because I I had to look it up a few times because I'm like, is this is real. But yeah, he he they made this car out of hemp. There's shells out of hemp.
0: So um, I'm watching Halton Catch Fire with the wife now. You're in that, huh? We just watched the first
4: episode. When do you come in, pal? I come in uh, episode five. And that, Five. Okay. Five. Yes. Yeah. 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 I come in. Uh, I come in. You a hacker? Uh, I'm a hacker. I'm a. Oh, I'm a. I'm a coder. I'm a coder. Um, who would like to okay. probably think of himself as a hacker? But yeah, I play. I play a coder. And <laughs> that show. That show is so fun to watch. I mean, it's such a. It was, That was my first show too. Um, which you know, or so first you, acting. Wait. Hold on. You made that before show. The Walking Dead? You made that before The Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. was, I was on. It was my third season on that show, and I was, a, I was a, a co-star, guest star. But when I when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, they gave me a lot of stuff for a co-star. Um, but the uh, which I was happy about and shit myself about a lot too, because again, first thing, and I'm like, I don't belong here. I'm a boom operator. I don't. This is this is a thing. But um,
0: huh. it was a. Uh, you have a very interesting story, man. Switching over from Soundop, I don't know. I don't know of anybody else that has that story. It's
4: it's funny. It's I mean it's uh because like I said, I mean I just wanted to work in film, man. I didn't. I it was all fun for me, you know. I, I really do enjoy all of it. I mean I, I enjoy the money part more on this side of it. Um, and also not being yelled at for things that aren't aren't my fault or yelled at at all for that matter. Um, so I do enjoy that aspect aspect of the acting, but, but I mean, just, just knowing you're working with like, when you're in film, you're working with people more often than other jobs who love their job. Like, you know, you know, know, you're not going to, you know, my mom, she's an actuary. She loves her job. Like she loves being an actuary. And she was always, you know, which, you know, they do retirement stuff for anyone who's not on that yet. Um, uh, but, a lot of people, they just they just needed a job, you know. They're all smart people, and they're like, okay, I'll work here, but they don't love their job. And and, and film, just everyone everyone loves their job, you know, for the you know, obviously for the most part. And, <laughs> and just getting to be surrounded by people who are like passionate about something means you're getting to make like a project that, you know. But that's just I, I just wanted that feeling. I loved doing it when I was in uh, high school when we were we were making you know uh, when we we're making class projects class films and stuff and uh learning how to edit and and it taking forever to do stuff (laughs) and you know but i just that feeling i was like why can't i mean people do this for a living oh my god i want this job you know i like entertaining people you know maybe i can shoot it or you know do whatever you know I, i tried getting in through stunts um and you know nothing really came from that which is hilarious of all the things that I've done but uh, it did connect me with all all these other projects and you just start meeting more and more people but you know the deal i mean it's like i mean like why did you why did you get into uh, why be an actor you know or I, mean, well, I mean you're an actor writer director you're kind of like in everything but why why this business entertainment you know um me. i kind of just
0: knew i knew from when i was young and and like i was such a class clown and i i just excelled at theater and you know just doing the school plays and stuff and i wasn't the best student but um you know the, the teachers everyone basically was just like you know what this guy's gonna be an actor so like we're gonna support him that's what it was in high school everyone just kind of knew i knew and it was the only trajectory i knew for choosing colleges i was like i really can't do anything else like if i don't get into colleges uh, for acting I'm just I guess I'll just jump right into it or I'll you know I'll just go tap dance on the side of the road and with a hat and st- until I have enough money You know, I,
4: I didn't know what the fuck else I was gonna do. I was like that
0: was my only trajectory
4: um, That's Yeah, oh, yeah That's what it felt like and that's what was that was my like when I said when I dropped out um, That was my right that was my fear I was afraid it would open up more trajectories, and I was like, no, no, I just, I just want to do this. Um, and you know, of course, you need college degrees to do this job. But I figured, I figured, all right, I'll just, I don't mind like mopping floors or doing whatever type, type thing. I'll just, I'll just learn everything I can. I'll try to learn as much as I can as fast as I can. Um, can you believe that just, we,
0: we wrote? I, can you believe we wrote that song for The Walking Dead? I went oh my
4: God. for beta. Yeah. How we wrote
0: it. <laughs> okay. You, you tell your version because I, I told I told Ryan how I
4: remember it and it's such like hate. Like like let me Oh like, yeah, we we did we wrote that uh car ride. The the what? Yeah. Where is it? it oh so exactly okay. so we wrote my memory, that. Yeah, we wrote <laughs> Okay, so my memory my memory of it is we did we we did some convention together, and uh, we were talking about uh, uh, beta. I think it may have been that New Orleans, that New Orleans one, maybe or maybe it was before. I don't know. Anyway, it was some. Anyway, we're we're somewhere. We're having fun somewhere, as we do, and we were talking about beta. And you said something like, "Hey, what if we uh, like we should write a song about him. I'm like, you know, it's like one like wouldn't that be cool? I'm like. Yeah, but if we're gonna write, if we're gonna write a song for Beta, um, we gotta like, we gotta get. We I mean, what was Beta doing? What was Beta, like? Beta's doing this now. If Beta's doing this now, he had to have been that had to have been in his head somewhere, or he had to be. There had to be something in him to have been able to do that before the apocalypse is what we we're we we're talking about. So, we uh, <laughs> it was like, oh my God, it's like a sixteen. 17 hour day we did. It was like one of our long, it had to be a 16 hour, but it was one of our longest days filming, uh, 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 this year. And we had to drive home and my house is like, fucking far. I mean, like it's like 65, 70 miles. It's like an hour and a half or so to get home. Um, and, uh, yeah, we were doing as we do. And, uh, and, uh, we just, I think you just turned on the recorder, and then we just we, like we had a little talk, and then we just went with like a look like, like some. I think we we're just like doing little rhythms and and singing uh, like these just these lines, and we're like, what was he doing? Like, like the, you know, it's like just get it. I remember just getting weird. I just remember like it's like oh yeah, and it was like <laughs> you know, like uh, you know it's like hang out with the devil, but the devil said like get like, get the hell out of some shit. You know, just get in. Get it, you know. It's a, he he went everywhere to find it, you know, to to get this girl. You know, like what did he like? What did he fucking do? And it was. Uh, I remember you, <laughs> you felt, I remember you had like you said something cool. And then and I looked over again, and then you were you were asleep. Um And then and then I was so fucking tired. But like, I love I love my car. I love my car, but I still don't fully trust it yet to to do that. So I remember, I remember being like, all right. It's like we gotta get home soon. I'm gonna fucking fall asleep, but I remember like, it was, I remember I was like, "Thank God we wore how we wore, because I would have fallen asleep otherwise." That's um, how I like say. I remember,
0: <laughs> I remember the heat was just like cooking us in the car. It was oh, just like, remember that? We we were baking. So the car was baking us, and then I just yes. remember like going back. I just remember going back and just being like. Yeah, well, I wonder if we finished that. You know, and, like listening to it and just being like, "Holy shit, this is good."
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: went to It was the crazy. World. It was, it was like, such a weird conversation. But it was
4: so, but it was so funny because we're like, let's just. I mean, I, I, I felt like it was his. I felt like it was his 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 warning note, like his like his uh, his letter to. You know, his, his, his letter to everybody saying like, there's something wrong, but it wasn't his, like, it wasn't his call for help. It was just his, let me tell you what I think of like, what, like the things I would do, the things I would do, you know, for this, you know, or, you know, like the, you know, I was like, none of you, like all of you are just that, that look, but you know, I'm so glad I thought he sounded great. I thought Ryan sounded great. Um, on that it was yeah that's it was the the scene turned out great and they wrote that music Um, you know like all that um it was it was great it was was just i don't know it was cool neil and you doing uh shasm (laughs) yeah you doing shazam too yeah i mean yeah whenever whenever (laughs) whenever they decide to to get it to get it going um yeah, I would. I I really want to get back. Uh, I really want to get back on that on that show. You know, it, I was thinking and such a f- fun. I was thinking that they could do a whole spin off
0: like fucking series of of just like a TV show of just you and the family, and then and then Shazam just shows up every once in a while, but it's mostly you. Just like you know, eight is enough with the family, basically. <laughs> Hello? Did I lose you? Cooper!
4: Cooper! She's coming around, Coop! She's coming around again, Coop!
0: Cooper! Come the water, can't you see her, Coop? Well, I think I lost him. All right. Well, that's a good place to stop, I think hope he wasn't eaten by the coronavirus that would be rough i was going to ask him about sasquatches uh, never mind all right i hope he's alive having uh, 420 bullshit okay i want you to state
2: your name and i want you to talk about the, uh, the clockwork gnomes
5: <laughs> What the fuck is clockwork gnomes <laughs> i don't know who that is. <laughs>
2: the elves dude elves you saw when you were tripping you on DMT
5: about, oh I thought you were talking about some sort of like a musical band no 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 the fucking dude the elves I don't know who the fuck they were I thought they were just a figment of my imagination I tried to like trick myself into thinking if I think about something else maybe someone else is gonna appear those fuckers they fucking knew us up they're like ah oh, you think you can control us he thinks you can control us the fucking serpent being comes in and sucks this fucking soul out of me Ooh, and just like squirrels are around in his hand, and I'm like feeling it. Like oh my God! It's like this being is way more powerful than I have thought. I thought this was just a whatever comes in the consciousness, you know, the the, the powers end at the at the conscious level. It turns out to be there's multiple multiple levels of consciousness. Like even when you think you're outside of a box, <laughs> yeah. there are multiple boxes outside oh, yeah. of that box. Oh, yeah.
0: And the gnomes were just all
5: sexy control, right? Singing, holding hands together like fucking, skipping like this, bro. And you know what's the crazy part? Is that I got to see them in 360 degrees at the same time. It wasn't like I was like turning my head. Like I got to see all around because the the shapes and the the place that you're in is literally another dimension.
0: Yeah, fourth dimension. Probably
5: pissed past them that because yeah. the shapes that I cannot comprehend I'm sure if I was like a guy who does geometry or I'm like a, a physicist I'd be like oh this Take is sacred uh,
0: geometry this, yeah,
5: this is this this and that you know like I don't know I, I don't my brain only has here no ho- hold
2: this for a second and explain to the audience like what happened
5: From, you smoked this stuff or what happened I smoked the stuff first time DMT yeah I'm in I'm in this like this weird room of like changing spheric geometry that's constantly like pulsating different like almost like chakra colors you know what i'm talking about like like the rainbowish colors like very like vivid and i was like what the hell are these shapes it's crisper than crisp it's like past blu-ray and hd i was like holy shit! i'm like i cannot i don't even know how to explain this to someone you know but this was my first one and I didn't really get anywhere. There was that reflection, you know, the, the psychedelic reflection of your being, or how you are, in relation to the earth and people around you. But I've, I knew this wasn't like what people were talking about, like the breakthrough. I was like, fuck. Was like maybe this, is like the waiting room. So I came down. <laughs> I wait like 20 minutes, and now I'm like, I'm gonna take like five big rips from my vape, you know? And I'm just like fucking holding it, and it tastes like ass, you know? And I'm like this. Is yeah. I was like, it was the smell, I was like, hmm, but every time, the first, after you take the first toke, it's almost like, you know, your, your, your inner voice is like, oh, it's all right, man. This is like, we've been here before. That's exactly how it feels. It's like, it's a place that you don't remember, but you definitely know you've been there. You know, you're like, oh, this makes perfect sense. And then on the second one, that's when I met the, the pure blackness. There was no shapes. There was just a clicking noise at first and I seen like a snapping hand, and the snapping hand was like all around me, you know? Like, bam, like it appears here, 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 and I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, somewhere else is, someone else is here. And then I see it's this being, almost looks like a death reaper cloak, but it's a lizard face. And it wasn't a feeling of fear. Like, in that place, fear doesn't exist, because like I understood fear is like a human condition, and fear, is what makes you respond to different situations different way it's the way you're brought up there's different forms of fear you know the duality of love and fear you see that you live in love or you love in fear that's how it is and fear and anger they come together you know so in that place there was no fear so when i seen that NT, i was like what the heck and it almost like had was reading me as if a book i was always thinking of like this is like some biblical or like islamic type of like prophecies that you know there's gonna be like an open book type of deal so this is like the themes I'm seeing but I'm seeing this reptile face and like for sure for sure knew it was like a re- reptilian face and it's like well 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 and I'm like what the heck is going on I thought in order to get here in out of the waiting room I had to let go of the ego right so I let go of the ego and I make it to this part where there's being appears and I'm like oh shit there's no more gnomes, it's just this being. And it's pure black, everywhere. And he's like, through this book, it's almost like reading me, like as if testing if I have truly let go of all the things that have ever bothered me, you know, or the things that I have done wrong, or people wow. who have affected me, if I have truly learned it, right? And I'm like, yeah, next, 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 next. I'm like, why am I here? And you're like testing me, you know? Like, it's not like non-verbal, telekinetic communication that's happening. And I'm not in the body. This is just pure consciousness with another being. And it's like, once again, like draws the soul out of me and then it starts showing me that the soul itself is a creation of ego in order to multiply itself, in order to not feel lonely, right? And it's like showing me all of the creation of universe and stars and the solar planets and all of this that exists even beyond this earth, but within this consciousness is a creation of ego. Right, and it shows me all the beautiful parts. It's all ego. Beauty is the creation of ego. Ego exists out of beauty. Like that's that's what it is. I always thought ego was like bad. You know, I was like, oh, you gotta let go of all your ego because ego is bad. But it's like essentially showing that the human experience is ego-based, and you gotta learn how to control. You know, don't let it grow too big, but don't diminish it either. You know, there's people who are like monks. Who go completely out, they try to fully dissolve the ego. Well, they live just outside of that first box, but in order to graduate to the, to the outer box, you got to learn how to harness both things. And I'm like, okay, and I'm like focusing in, you know, I'm like in my meditative posture, I'm aware of my, of my posture, like I couldn't be slouched. As soon as I got slouched, the images got a little dimmer, and I'm like, all of this is like happening super fast but super slow at the same time. And I'm like, all right, let me me meditate. And I was like, so where, how far can I go? And brings me back onto these elves. These fucking little gnomes come back. And it's almost like, they almost like spin my face. You know, like, and all around. And I start seeing these Alex Grey paintings, right? Of like, my face multiplying to every other face I'm ever connected in. And then I notice that this thing is spinning. And it's spinning like in a carousel. And there's some tune happening. But I don't know what tune, but it feels... Like as joyful as hell, like the most blissful and like fun, crazy experience. And I'm like looking to my left and right, but it's not left and right because you're like omnivision, I guess, like as if you had eyes on every side of your head and you can see it. And I'm realizing I'm spinning across this thing and all these different beings like Egyptian gods, they're all attached to that thing and they're like laughing in hysteria. And I didn't, I went in there thinking i'm gonna get some answers like on psychedelic mushrooms but instead i ended up leaving with more questions and that's kind of like the most terrifying part about it you know i'm like oh and i came down and it's been like seven eight months now i was like fuck it i don't know if i'm gonna do that shit again
3: <laughs> 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 okay but there's
2: the the last story he told me was uh the part before that, when you first got there and you saw the lizard face guy, oh, and then the gnomes came out, and they were just like, ah, he's trying to control this oh, scenario. Sex
3: and
5: control. Yeah, that's sex all you like control. is sex and control. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, but that's the thing. Before you get there, you have to let go of all of
0: that. You have to what?
5: So you have to let go of all of that. Because those let are go like, of it. It's all, human, it's all human wants, you know? It's so that was the back. first
2: time you went and they sent you back.
5: Like, and then the second time you.
2: you went, you were like, oh okay, you're back there. I, the like, I
5: knew the themes, I was like, okay. I was like my last trip, I'm like, it's whole all ego-based. So when I was like baking it again, I was like, okay. I gotta fucking like meditate. I gotta yeah, yeah. let go of that. Just let go. Let go, let go, let go. Just think about nothing but breath. That's what I've <coughs> like, The breath. Like that's yeah. the only thing you can control. Like but that's on all psychedelics it's kind of like the same competitive yeah. It's like you can't control anything. You better let go. Focus on your breath. This is how actually psychedelics became recreational for me because I'm able to like tap, just straight in, and it just becomes fun. Only if I address my previous trip, like whatever I found out on the previous trip, if I address that and I start immediately integrating it into my life. Yeah. Every other subsequent trip becomes. Kind of fun right because you know you, you're already working through your shit yeah you know, i that with you, the ayahuasca every time you yeah. realize you're like yeah you're fucking up but as long as you realize that you're fucking up you're attempting to work yourself better you know it's good yeah. actually i ate a little bit of mushrooms i went to a chris lake shop the broken mirage and it was like maybe like 0.8 on the ground, not a full ground and i was like watching it i don't like being in the dance floor like fucking shoving and acting like toddlers, you know, everybody on ecstasy. I'm like, oh my god. And you can tell in people's faces. I'm like, oh, this guy has been fucking drinking. He's actually not happy. You see His face is super sad, kind of almost evil looking. You know, it's crazy. You're like, these guys are fucking drinking. We can tell. We can tell everybody who's like a, on speed. They're all like super tense. Like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, shit, that's not healthy either, you know? And then everybody else who trips, you can kind of fucking always tell. Everybody just always looks like they're, like, floating. Yeah, like good. floating through a river. his <laughs> hairs are all gone, you know? It's like their aura. Like, their facial expressions. Like, that's what gives off the vibe. You know, it's the, the body language. That's what gives it off the most. And I'm like, oh, shit, this guy is, like, tripping with me. You yeah. know, usually the, the attire, you look at the dude, I'm like, oh, shit, I got a bunch of shapes on them And i like, looks pretty sick. When you look at someone who's, like, got makeup on, and you're like, what the what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, you're putting, like, this is already kind of feels alien. Like, anytime I choose, I feel like I'm part of the universe, but I don't feel human, per se. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, I understand that I'm experiencing something else through this almost like a, an organic machine. That's what this is. Like, an organic fucking machine. So I'm always, like, trying to take care of it like as, as best as possible to my abilities without fully going, you know? <laughs> downwards. But... I'm like, I have these little spikes of like anger happening in like a couple of months. And I'm like, while I'm tripping, it's like it's not a microdose, but it's not an actual like fully tripping, like you say. Recreational, that's what I would say. And the mushroom is literally speaking to me. The mushroom, the higher consciousness, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I'm like talking, I'm like, yo, what has been happening to me lately? I've been like unable to control my temper. Like this is like something <coughs> I'm always, always like diligent because I'm like I feel like somebody's being a piece of shit if I react to it I give you the power I give you the power of how you make me feel right but by me not reacting just being neutral I keep the power to myself you understand it's like no it's your shit you're gonna deal with it you're not gonna pass it on to me that's how this shit works but I've been having this little anger outbursts. there you know, I'm like yeah what the heck and the mushroom is literally telling me yeah man you haven't visited us in the spirit realm in a long time. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm I like, miss you. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, are you guys gonna like take me in right now? And I'm like in the show in the old you know, club with my girlfriend? And they go like, right now is not the time for it. Just enjoy. And I start getting these blasts of like orgasmic body sensations. Music starts, I start really feeling the music. Bass is like giving me like. Who's you weren't on
0: anything, huh? You weren't on anything at that moment.
5: Like, uh, like half a gram of magic mushrooms. Oh, okay. I see yeah, that. yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, you, two, you don't need a big dose in order to like communicate. Right. You really need a silence and darkness, no huh. distractions. All of this, you, me, him, were all distractions for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because when you realize that, oh, the the consciousness, the little bot that we live in, is all a singular thought one singular thought. And when you get there to the tip, you realize how lonely it is. Yeah. there's absolutely nothing. So all of that stems out of imagination. Jesus that Christ. one singular being creating tons and tons and tons of different variables of life so that when we meet each other, we don't recognize that like, oh, no, we're not truly gods because we've had all of these painful events happening to us that constructed us as a human being. You know? So the phone. Like, oh, it's like, we're not together, we're single. That's the ego. Ego makes you believe that you're single. That's not true.
0: You mean, <laughs> one way, raindrop instead of the ocean, that's what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, we're the ocean. Your
5: thoughts are not your thoughts. They're also my thoughts and his thoughts. We all share the same damn thoughts, but based on the events that we have lived through, we only decide to listen to the, to the certain things. And that's how we project ourselves onto, onto Earth and everybody else, you know? But that's total bullshit. I got to work out, but give your name and say that you're okay with this being on my podcast. Uh, my name is Arthur, and I am okay with this being on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like
2: it. I'm sponsored today by Kingpin uh, Sativa Super Lemon Haze. That's, that's what I'm working mm. on right now. And yo, and then a mixture of yeah. this uh, ganja, which they're calling Sour Patch Nexus, from the Sour Patch Nexus Cannabis Co. Oh, and this is some kind of sativa flower I'm smoking. All right, and uh, and you want to talk about the microdosing? Yeah, let's talk about the fucking. Uh, you gave me some just enough
1: shrooms. Yeah, how is it? How is i I feel it's starting
2: to kick in, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to see like the auras of things, yeah, 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 but I'm not like like I hear like a lot of people have are microdose like motherfuckers they take they take yeah pills and the uh, of uh shrooms, and shrooms you want to talk about, which is an interesting uh segue here, shrooms are a symbiotic uh creature in its own sense, how so? they the just the way they operate yeah and, and what they do when they get into your system huh. so they they clean you out they make you stronger and they connect the synapses in your body for better uh uh productivity you know yeah. that right
1: i didn't know that.
2: yeah yeah hmm. the psilocybin man. yeah so everyone uh, naturally has psil- psilocybin in their in their brains that that um Also DMT like Mm -hmm. all the things that we go out searching for psychedelic experiences. It's already in our heads.
1: Okay. I knew about the DMT thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It's small amounts. So we have these orifices that are there to, um, absorb the psilocybin and then we have these orifices that store it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, sit, you know, and, and that is not vestigial. Like we're supposed to, we're supposed to have these experiences. Yeah. Okay so sh- like you should look it up the, um, I forget the guy's name he was on Joe Rogan but shrooms man they are highly highly intelligent hmm. they have their own network of communication which is in the soil
3: yeah
2: okay that that, that whole mitochondrial layer right, whatever yeah. it's called I forget yeah. what it's called but there's a layer of so you have all the shrooms that are in uh, one patch of forest um on one side of the earth if those same shrooms yeah. are growing on the other side of the earth all the way in Australia or wherever the fuck they have the communication they're able to talk to those shrooms so if these shrooms here on this side of the earth come against a certain predator yeah. or a poison or a place that's not good to grow the other guys know it on oh. the other side Wow! it's, it's
5: hmm.
2: um uh, uh it's their own, um, you know, internet essentially. Wow. That's okay. True. And these mushrooms, you think they're just talking to themselves? Mm. No, they're talking to all the fucking mm. vegetation, all the plants. okay Okay. There's and it 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 acts like a brain.
1: Yeah.
2: And you and you talk about um. Like in Don Peyote I did this thing called the. Uh, uh, you talk about the um, the hundredth monkey theory.
1: Yeah
2: right where you have enough of a species on the same tip about something so you have all these monkeys on this isolated island and they are taught to wash their hands and then suddenly the same species of monkey across the world in the middle of the jungle starts washing their hands yeah that's a phenomenon that we have because i don't know we're all we're all linked yeah um and so what is that hundredth monkey phenomenon with humans? You know, what is that? So what the is collective unconscious? Yeah, exactly. Right, like right. So the shrooms are, are, are um, the shrooms are doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the you know the feeling you get. Like at least, I, I mean, I don't do LSD anymore. I used to do a lot of it in high school. Yeah, I don't really trust that chemical. It's a little unpredictable. I feel like. Um, but I mean, it's definitely the feeling you get that you get like can, you're connected. Yeah, you know? oh. you're connected to everything, you know, and everything is connected. Yeah. Um, and you get that to some degree with mushrooms too. I mean, I I have microdosed LSD. I know some people that do that. Most of the people I've met who microdose LSD are are insane. And I don't know if that's
3: you know. Yeah, I don't recommend that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's like if, if that's are insane so they microdose LSD or they're you know they they microdose they're insane because they microdose LSD you know you ever uh, done uh, liquid acid
2: um no actually I'll tell you the story about liquid acid in yeah. a little bit uh, or right now yeah right now I, you, uh, why not you know so 2012 hmm. um I think it was uh the Winter Solstice <coughs> which was like this moment of t- in time
3: mm.
2: where things could have gone one way or things could have gone another way you know it's the whole Mayan calendar thing mm. and I was making this movie Don Peyote at the time and Daniel Pinchbeck who basically wrote the book on
3: 2012
2: mm. um, uh, um, the, the Return of Quetzalcoatl
3: Quetzalcoatl,
2: Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wait, what were we doing before with that? It was someone else's name. I forget. Okay, what? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, so Quetzalcoatl, so Return of Quetzalcoatl, which is the fire, the the uh, feathered serpent, right? Um, which uh, is supposed to bring, you know, either the end of times or this this uh, shift in consciousness so Daniel Pinchbeck who uh, was you know I was interviewing he's in the movie Don Peyote. so this one Christmas Eve in the middle of this like you know swirling uh, vortex of activity 2012 you know what's gonna happen 12, 21 2012 so here we are this crew of people um just a bunch of crazy kids and Pinchbeck walks up and says hey I've got some liquid acid you guys wanna go on like a like a just have a fun day so the what he had is like he had this little dropper and um so he dropped it on my my pulse points yeah and I just I you know you lick it off your pulse points (laughs) Uh, which is really weird (laughs) it was like a cat or something uh, and everyone did this liquid acid, and um, and the last time I did it, I was in college or something. I did mm-hmm. I did just a tab of acid. A liquid acid, you're just like, holy shit! Like, you, there's no control over it. No one yeah. put exactly the amount that you need on a little tab. Right. Yeah. You're just like, whoa, that was splashy. know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a lot. And you're just like, ah, eh, fuck it. So, it was such a pure, crazy, giggly experience when it first came out. We were, we were, um, it was kind of cold, it was like around October-ish, no, it was around December, and uh, we, uh, obviously, and <laughs> we were at this um, park, and we had this guy, there was this guy who was just randomly there, and he had this, these uh, enormous, uh, these like ropes that he was making these enormous uh, bubbles with, mm. okay, like these big soap bubbles that were like gigantic. Okay, so we the we, so we were just like walking along, trying to get this the the acid to kick in, and we look over and see this enormous bubble just slow motion floating across this playground. Fucking Jesus! And we're like, where did that right, come yeah. from? And we turn over, and so now we're just like kids, just mesmerized watching this guy making mm. these bubbles <laughs> one after the other, and they just just oh my god and then just to see the slow motion effect of them popping which was the coolest part because it felt like we were watching in slow motion so or I I can speak for myself but um, when that thing is in the air and it pops the time that it takes for the liquid to come together and then splash to the floor it just felt like it was just hanging there forever like how is it able to do that it's not a balloon anymore right you know just that, and just like going deep into the minutiae of that, that you would have just fucking walked away from. Oh, it's a giant bubble. Yeah. Let's go get some, you know, hot dogs. Yeah. No, we were, it was just like, holy shit, fat. And then that, the scene, like that slow motion effect, uh, suddenly I was like, oh my God, we're all in slow motion. And, and so now that all these acid, <laughs> these people tripping on acid are now giggling like little children. And a more like it was like we were t- all in slow motion, trying to get each other back into the apartment that we came out of because yeah. people were starting to look at us. Yeah. People from across, like looking at us from across the street, because we were just this cackling, <laughs> giggling mob of people who were laughing so hard that they they couldn't. You know how you laugh so hard you don't have the the strength. Yeah, yeah. We were laughing so hard that we were having to pull ourselves on the sidewalk on the ground up the stairs of this apartment so so we could wow. just chill for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we're in the apartment and we're just like getting our bearings back. We're like, "Oh my god, that was crazy." Like we almost didn't make it back in here. And then we all then it started to get claustrophobic in there, so we we're like, "We got to go on a fucking we got to go on a journey." So we're at the we're at like the very bottom of the island of uh, Manhattan. We're like a like lower Lower East Side, like very very downtown. <clears throat> and Pinchbeck says, or someone says, "Let's go to Cleopatra's Needle." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just seemed like the like oh that's an adventure. Yeah. And I knew exactly where it was. Right. Because I had I used to ride around my bike behind the Met.
1: Yeah, in the park. Yeah, yeah, right behind the map.
2: Yeah. But there was this bike trail yeah. that you could go down where you you'd pass this um, panther that was kind of looking looking standing guard, and once you passed that panther, it was just right up a little trail, and there was Cleopatra's Needle. Right. So, I became like the guy who knew where it was, right? So suddenly, like, <laughs> Pinchbeck was the captain. Like, right. I was the navigator. You know, everyone had like their fucking uh, jobs. You know, and we were this ship's crew. Just making our way from downtown Manhattan all the way up to Central Park. Now that's that's a long distance. Yeah. We walked that. I think like oh, you walked. We you didn't walked. Take the train. Okay, fuck. It, it was freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we walked. We walked through Times Square. Yeah. God which, damn. Which I to would... me. Yeah. Looked like a swirling portal. Yeah. Okay. And there was a lot of crazy shit that we we were we were operating outside of the grid that night on Christmas Eve.
3: Yeah,
2: I get to, I get to Times Square and I look down and we were all kind of forced to walk single file on the curb while there were throngs of people on one side coming one way and throngs mm-hmm. of people on the other side going the other way. And I remember people looking at us as we were giggling like children mm-hmm. walking this tightrope on the curb you know, trying to and I kept on yelling we have to thread the eye of the
3: needle
2: you know (laughs) but that's what it felt like that we had to walk this curb in order because if we fell to one side we'd get swept up in the masses yeah so we had to walk we had to walk thread this eye of the needle on the curb single file in order to get through Times Square and a head telling you it just looked like a like it looked like a swirling vortex everything it was as if like, uh, you know that like um, that toy that kids had when they were little, where they put paint all over the this tray and they spin the tray. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like hmm. ahead of me. That's what that's what Times Square looked like. Jeez. And as we got closer, it kind of unscrewed un, itself, you know. <laughs> and then we, were I I can't even remember getting through that, but I feel like we jumped through um, Times Square, and when we got to. Um, when we got to central park, it was really daunting. There was just like hills and it was shadowy and it was dark. And, and and it was like, people were being, um, uh, herded. It was like, come this way for this event, you know, come for ice skating. But everyone had these, like, it was all on megaphones and all the people being herded. It was just, it, it, it looked like, um, it didn't look like, you know, fun ice skating rink. It looked like they were being, like, you know, it was almost like Auschwitz or something. Yeah.
1: This way,
2: get in line! You know, and you start, and like, when you're looking at our society from the outside, where you see, yeah, why the fuck are we always forced to get in line? Yeah. Why the fuck are we always, like, yeah. you know, we're we're so desensitized. You know, and you start to see these things when you're, when you're looking at it from a different perspective, okay, nice. um, and um, so we were like, "Fuck, we're never gonna get the Cleopatra's Needle," and and Pinchback says, uh, kind of like Doc Brown, we don't need roads. Mm-hmm. He goes, "We just—they're all walking in straight lines, man. We're walking diagonally," mm-hmm. and I was like just a like, bishop. "Yeah," I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" Like a bishop. Mm-hmm. And I, and everyone just starts following him as he walks over anything that says "keep off the grass." Mm. We just walked through that shit, walked over little chains, and we and we were invisible. Mm. That's what it felt like. It was kind of, you know like the comic book, The Invisibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was suddenly like we were walking uh, through the cracks. Mm. The police didn't. The police didn't even notice us. Yeah, it was weird. Mm. It was like we had we were we were we were all. On a different vibration. We get to Cleopatra's Needle. Mm. I'm like, There's the Panther! Mm. You know, we, get, <laughs> we get to Cleopatra's Needle and it's this literally this obelisk from Egypt that yeah. they fucking transported from ancient Egypt and put in the middle of fucking Central Park man. Yeah. And here we are, it's Christmas Eve. Mm. And we're like, Wow, this is we're here for a reason. You know, this is we were drawn here. So you have all these these like-minded people who are are on these spiritual journeys suddenly around this obelisk, you know, wishing peace and love and, you know, for the world and for a nice shift into, uh, you know, a shift into the, into the good side of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, Whatever that shift was in 2012. Um, It felt like we were adding to the... uh, to the good side of the forest when we did that,
3: hmm.
2: and so <laughs> that long ass story,
3: yeah.
2: and and we and let me tell you something: we walked all the way there, and um and walked all the way back. Jesus
1: Christ!
2: And no, I was not tired.
1: Yeah,
2: I was not cold. I was not tired. The next day, I was just like had holes in my shoes. Right. <laughs> but I was just like, wow, I well, that liquid acid. You know, it's just whatever it is. I'm not saying always do liquid acid, but there is something to. And I'm feeling the the shrooms right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. They get into your system. They hear us talking about them. <laughs> they get into your system, and they um. They, they. Like what they do in the soil, they do exactly in the soil. What they do in the soil, they do in your. In your body, yeah, they connect everything
1: and repair. Isn't that wild? Mm. The so yeah, we, we you mentioned how they connect connect with each other, like in the fucking earth, but you didn't actually talk about how they heat like heal us. Yeah, they get into our system,
3: mm.
2: kind of like ayahuasca, in the same sense, where it's. It's an intelligence. Mm. Okay? You put this mushroom in your body, and it will seek out um, synapses that are long worn mm. or even broken, and they repair them. Mm. Okay? And so that's on a physical level. Yeah. Now, if you have something in your, in that you need to mend in your heart, you know, something that is that's like hurting you. It will give you a dream that you need to fucking work through it. it yeah. It's that smart. Just like ayahuasca. Iowa- you ever done ayahuasca? I haven't. I've that always wanted that to. That has high t- um, yeah. high amounts of DMT in it. It's everywhere. I mean, you, you, you know, you know it, basically what happened was... Okay, so so what the intention behind ayahuasca is you... Before you drink it, you have to have an intention you ask it you say hey can you um, help me Can it cures things you say hey can you help me cure this thing that's ailing me and it will go into your body it will find it you got a tumor or something it will it will help you purge it
3: hmm.
2: and you do you like throw up you, you know you, you you get rid of it goes into your body like a fucking snake and finds whatever is ailing you and dissolves it and you bleh of that your system in that day,
3: mm.
2: okay. Um, people are cured if you, but it's you. Ha- it's did you do it with Yashpal? I didn't do it with Yashpal. Okay. Um, Yashpal is uh, is in Don Peyote, People could <laughs> is check he that. really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was in the uh, oh maybe he was in the Costa Rica <laughs> section. and Never made it in. The other thing about ayahuasca is um, the same thing if you have something like, Man, I really wanna learn how to be more successful in my life. I want, you know, I want to get that girl back or something as, as selfish as that, it'll fucking help you do it. Mm. It will go inside your body and connect the synapses that you need to have that realization. Or it will take you on a hallucinogenic journey that will teach you that will take you, you take grab you by your fucking soul and bring you to space and let you see what it's like to be Jupiter for a little bit. So you stop worrying about all the little small things in your life. And you're yeah. like, asshole, you're connected to this planet. Right. You have that all of that power within you. Did you do it in another country or did you do it? No, I it? did it in fucking Jersey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's everywhere, right? Yeah, man. yeah. Because, okay. because what happened was, mm. I'll tell you about that night in a second. What happened was, supposedly, <clears throat> in the middle of the fucking jungle, you had all, you know, in Peru or whatever, you had these, these shot, of, like, you know, the medicine men of the medicine men. And one day, one of these the, el- the elder walked out of the forest and said, uh, "Ayahuasca spoke to me, and it said that we—it's not sacred anymore. we are we are not supposed to keep it a secret because usually you have to—you have to come there to do it."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They said the plant told me that it's time to to reach the people, mm-hmm. and that—that's what's happened, man.
1: Yeah, it's everywhere. I did it in a fucking Jersey.
2: Did you do it with a shaman or you just. Did I did it with
1: it? a shaman. I did it with. Uh, I did it with a. I'm a shaman over He's here. He's a shaman! Hey.
2: No, he was. Um, he was from uh, Cuba.
3: Hmm.
2: Cuba. He's yeah. from Cuba. Did you see that SNL sketch with the Cuba? No. It was, was really. <laughs> anyway, I'm not even going to bring it up. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So. uh... So. The plant the plant went out spread all over the world so everybody's doing it. I mean it's, it's I'm sure it's happening <laughs> in this hotel it's somewhere um, so my experience with Jersey was one night during this Don, during the end toward the end of this Don peyote experience this movie I was making they offered me and they say the plant kind of calls to you like you don't choose the time to do it it chooses yeah So I was like, all right, let's do it. And the big thing that it teaches you, because it's uh, the ayahuasca is um, the grandmother. Peyote is the grandfather. Ayahuasca is the feminine energy,
3: Mm.
2: which is this really powerful fucking powerful entity that comes along with it and will show itself to you if it needs to. Um... My experience with it was, I I took the first cup of ayahuasca, and you start to feel kind of drunk, and you you know you you purge a little bit, and I and I had my own special intention, and I felt like that was taken care of like immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, and then the the shaman looked at me and was like because everyone else on the floor was like riding on the floor like like
0: I'm a prehistoric piranha
2: you know like you know they, they you go into past lives and uh and I was just sitting there like hey man <laughs> like, what's up what's next and he was like alright I better give this guy a bigger dose yeah so he gave me the next thing it was like chunky like it was like a like chunky soup is good food and I went to I started drinking half of it. <laughs> and his skull, <laughs> this fucking black skull, just comes over the cup. And it's like looking at, looking straight into my face. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, how do you feel about this? Yeah. You know, you, how do you feel about death? You could die. You know, it makes you like, because it's like you're going into the unknown. Yeah. And at that point, at that point I had already come to the conclusion on my journey that this is not the end Um, this is a this is a many level video game that we're playing here Um, this is just a mortal coil that we shed so when you going into going into having that telepathic connection this the skull kind of just like said oh awesome and went away dissipated so I was like okay and I finished the fucking thing and then for the rest of the time, I was overtaken by what I think is that powerful grandmother energy. I My arms weren't mine anymore. Mm. I just had endless energy, and I was playing drums along with all these other professional drum players, like I had been playing for years.
3: Mm.
2: Ancient fucking drum riffs, okay? With these guys. Yeah. Um, and because we were doing this, we were definitely blessed by this, I felt, they felt this whoo, shadow, dark, feminine, Gaia energy that came into to bless us and say, you know, mm-hmm. thank you. you know, you're, you're getting it. Okay. Captain Planet. Say what? Captain Planet. Captain Planet, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh... With that left, all I want... With that energy kind of blessed us and went away, I... Um, now, when I say dark, it's... Uh, it, I've, I've researched this many times. People who want to do ayahuasca, it's, it's a very powerful thing. And it will teach you lessons. Um, and it will come to you in the form of a massive uh, anaconda the f- feminine energy will come to you and if you have a real problem with death it will scare the shit out of you until you realize oh there's no reason to be scared mm. um or it will come in the other form which is this this shadow her her, her. And, and when I say it's dark it's a shadow you close your eyes and the feeling of it is what you would s- feel as if your grandmother was hugging you okay it's that nurturing Gaia um healing energy because that's what it does it heals you so I think it's dark because just because of how our the spectrum of our of our vision is you know we we, this is shit that we just can't see we can feel it and something that looks like a shadow on this plane is actually incredibly vibrant, um, just beyond the veil. I don't know if this, you know, whatever, whatever that means to you. Um, that that energy left, and I, and all I wanted to do was was not be in some weird mansion in uh, in Jersey. <laughs> I needed to be outside, and I needed to be with the. The trees, which at, at that point looked to me like um, like a family mm. like brothers and sisters all swaying together with their arms over each other like and and at that moment I was like, Oh that's what it is to be a, that's what it means to be a tree hugger because they're hugging you back. Yeah. They are their own they have their own individual personality like this was like a lesson that I learned that we are not alone here we are surrounded the the mushrooms that we ingest all of these like powerful fucking moments that we have um we're supposed to have them and it's all with these I I suggest shrooms and, and ayahuasca and peyote and um, the natural yeah uh, journeys that you can go on LSD will do it but LSD is just awakening all these things are just awakening shit that's already in our own heads right like the DMT is already there when we when we're born when we sleep at night when we dream at night and, and when we die our brains are flooded with DMT yeah that's the day um, near death experience yeah yeah Um, wow, this got deep. Yeah. I was rambling for a while. Those shrooms took hold. They're taking hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even have
1: that much. It's pretty good. Pretty good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I do very little and it's like, you you know, you trip. Are you recording too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I figured I'll put it on as like a Patreon extra for for Sick and Wrong. Cool. You know. Um... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's It doesn't always <laughs> work for me. But most of the time, it works for me in that it makes me... I have, like, I walk around with a lot of negativity and a lot of... Do you? I do. And I, like, I have a lot of... That's the other
2: thing it does. It cheers you up without needing fucking... It's the best any person I've ever, yeah, I've ever taken. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is it? Yeah.
1: And you have taken some
2: antidepressants huh yeah
1: I've taken every antidepressant under, under the sun okay so much. this is this it doesn't is the, do anything
2: yeah and they're even yeah. saying that all that shit causes psychotic behavior and yeah. hallucinations
1: yeah yeah and I mean like uh, this is yeah this is the only because I, I you know I walk around I have a lot of like uh, all the, the weight that I walk around with and the self loathing and the shit like that it it's gone yeah. it dissipates most, not every time but most most of the time that's right? the psilocybin talking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you it happy. allows me to do things that I can't do. I have like a kind of I have a blocker normally that they, to do things like the, the, the stuff they tell you to do in therapy or in rehab like oh uh, be present or you know <laughs> yeah. be mindful and be present and I can't do that normally I can't meditate I can't right. but it's like Except when we were at fucking uh, Hoffman, right? So That's because they like literally broke us down and built. This took stuff our phones again. away. Yeah, and that, there's no distraction. Yeah, but they like this. You know, it allows me to be present, and it allows me to meditate. And you know, there's different like meditation exercises you can do, and you know, it's 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 been it's helped it's been a big help.
2: I love that man. Yeah, I think that's yes. it's, and I think that between CBDs. Mm people are understanding the power of hemp and ganja thc healing people are now also they're talking about decriminalizing shrooms
1: yeah yeah there's some fda studies
2: um Uh, because they're fucking healing man mm -hmm.
1: because we're in a crisis
2: here we are we are in an opium crisis mm -hmm. um and we opioid opioid crisis. <laughs> no, but it starts with opium. That's yeah, it does. It's, true, yeah. it's it's basically. Yeah. It's basically
1: gentlemen. We're in an opium crisis. The way I hear, you. we're going to have to go. Well, to we need more opium. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. This this insidious Fu Manchu. We Sorry.
2: we know. Yeah. We um mm. we created. Mm. Supposedly, we created the Chinese opioid crisis.
3: Hmm
2: um flooding them with opium. Right. Oh, now they're the day, yeah. now they're getting us
1: back. Now they're getting us back with the fentanyl, carfentanyl. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: And uh so yeah, it's it's mm. no one no one forgets. Yeah. Everyone has agendas and it's their agenda is working. We are in a crisis here. And people are on so many fucking medications. And um These shrooms are doing the trick, man. These shrooms... One... You know, you take... The microdose or whatever... And people are having the same... uh, Or even better healing effects... Than they would on these fucking... All of these pharmaceutical drugs. So... They linked all of these school shootings... And all this... You know, all of these... Everyone was on... Everyone was on mats, man. Yeah. Everyone
3: well to be
1: fair that's like did they go crazy because they were on meds or were they on meds because they were crazy you know well they weren't killing anybody before they were on meds
2: that's that's definitely a mathematical equation you could put together right right and there is a study that says that this shit when taken over a long amount of time yes it helps in uh, in the short run Mm. but as it builds up hallucinations and psychotic fucking suicidal tendencies, man. Yeah. Because you're wearing out the receptors in your head that it's it's it is tapping into. Yeah. Right? So it is it is a chemical reaction that is working with the same fucking lab that is in your own head that's trying to get it to but then once you burn out your own fucking, you know, once you burn out your own receptors, once you burn out your own Melatonin or whatever your, your brain is supposed to make in order to work with these drugs, then all you have in your system is the drugs. Yeah, ser- serotonin. Yeah, serotonin. Yeah,
1: yeah. Melatonin.
2: Melatonin is what they take to help you sleep. Oh, no, that's melanin.
0: Melanin.
1: melanin. Here yeah, we go. Melatonin is. The same. We shouldn't be talking about any of this. Shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: We are not experts.
1: No. Between the two of us, we think we
2: maybe made one sentence correct. <laughs> I didn't even... I, I said we maybe made one
0: sentence correct. We maybe
2: made... Speak English good. See, so here's the thing about... The other thing about shrooms is, uh... You start to think faster than your mouth works. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: and I found it very helpful with creative fucking shit. Like, yeah. you know? Um... It allows me to connect with like people better sometimes, and like just do things that normally like I I would have a block of doing normally, you know. That's great, man. Yeah. It, it's but it's genuinely a
2: positive. Uh, it's like you feel very uh, happy, right? Most of the time, yeah. And it keeps you in the moment. That's yeah. that's what that's stuff like L- lst and like when you're on lst like really good L- lst. yes L- 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 speaking for myself. The best times were, like that time uh, with the liquid acid. I felt like I was a cat. Yeah. You get <laughs> s- you get so in the moment that yeah. you are just so impressed with the minutia of life, and that's what it
1: is. That's granular, it is. everything becomes granular. Yeah, you know? yeah. and then
2: suddenly yeah. you start to understand concepts like string theory.
1: Yeah.
2: Right, yeah. And, and suddenly you're you're like, oh man, we're just fucking ants if you pull the camera back far enough we're right. all just ants quibbling over a piece of fucking toast right <laughs> every war is that and, and and you start to be like oh god like there's more to we we are connected there's there's more to life than art little differences with each other it really we need to have these fucking moments humanity needs to have these little bursts of uh, of knowledge mm. because if they they don't we're just everyone is just a fucking slave yeah can you think about all the people that have never had a a psychedelic experience before just going to work having their this cup of coffee is my psychedelic experience Mm, weirdo you know yeah it's like that's it you're
1: just gonna have coffee yeah (laughs) I've always wanted to you know I actually have it's probably actually not good anymore because I bought it like fucking three years ago but I bought the materials to make um uh, ayahuasca what on the internet yeah because you can buy them on the internet this um, root and this plant it's the yeah it's the vine the capahuasca vine or something uh, it's the ayahuasca vine oh and then another plant that's actually essentially just a beta blocker ah uh-huh. it's the same thing it's essentially just a uh, herbal version of a beta blocker that that makes it work Yeah, it, it, so it two essential ingredients it activates uh, yeah one of them is the vine well there's DMT in everything yeah. you need to find a way to activate it
2: uh, so, but I never
1: ended up making it um, but you can
2: though no? I can yeah
1: wait a minute but I was like people were like oh you need to do it with a shaman or you're gonna whatever. be your
2: own shaman be your maybe own I shaman maybe
1: I be my own shaman yeah. but
2: you should do it with others you should do it yeah. with, with other people yeah yeah because you need because you go through some crazy shit like you yeah. may see some crazy shit and you are not in your body and you need someone to make right. sure your body doesn't roll off a cliff or something right yeah 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 yeah
1: fair
3: enough <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Don't do it under yourself. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, it's yeah. Especially with dealing with like those things that loosen up your soul. Yeah. Let your astral project for a while. Yeah, because you you need someone to help you get back in there.
1: Yeah, and that's a, <laughs> and that's another thing with this shit. Like I feel like I could actually learn how to astral project through micros, You know. Yeah. I feel like it's something I could I could do. I could, I could work. set your
2: mind to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want? I, I, I started trying to do it, but it's really like meditation. You have to keep at it. Yeah, yeah. But you want to know the technique?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. This is for everyone listening. Here's the technique for astral projection. Yeah. Okay, it's all about being able to get to that point in sleep where you it's all about maintaining focus yeah so what do you focus on um, so this is what you focus on you can look at any light source a candle uh, the sun anything so you, so I mean the sun at a normal level in the sky not like at noon but sunset but if you're in your, your room at night you just you can even look at a flashlight or your phone for a second but it it, it helps if it's a cir- if, if if it creates a circle. Okay. So, when you look at the sun and you close your eyes and you still see that little circle floating around, right? Yeah. It's changing colors, blue, green, right? Yeah. That's your third eye. Okay. Huh. Okay, that's your third eye seeing. Yeah. Yes, it's been burned onto your retina but when it starts floating around like that, that's your third eye waking up. Mm. And you're supposed to focus on that that little dot that's floating around until it becomes central. Mm. Okay, When that dot is central, and this is after a long time of sleeping, or, or this is after a long time of having your eyes closed, so you yeah. know it's not just a, something burnt onto your retina. This is something that you that, that your third eye is anchoring onto. Mm. So now you focus on that and this is this is at the point in sleep when you're you're starting to go under. So at this point you have to keep on focusing on that and keep it in the center. Don't let it float off. Keep that ball right in that ball of light right in the center. Your job now is at all costs to just keep breathing as you're breathing falling asleep mm. but try to get to that dot try to get to the dot and as is this for meditation or for when you're going to sleep this is for this is for astral projection okay Okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. the falling to sleep process loosens up the, the soul sure yeah the process of looking at the, 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 the dot helps you focus where to send your soul to
3: Mm.
2: okay so you're looking at the dot you're looking at the dot and your job now is to get closer and closer and closer and closer to that dot now when you get closer and closer to it and it starts it starts to work it is your job not to freak out (laughs) okay you have to be like an astronaut you're like okay we are docking
3: (laughs) boop boop, (laughs) boop
2: normal totally normal and you will see that it ain't just a that is a that is a doorway, yeah. And on the other side of that is a is a long uh, wormhole, okay? Yeah, of light, whatever, kind of like what Kubrick was trying to the show end, us. End, I was just about to say, in the two thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally just
1: about to.
2: So you get there, and you get through the doorway, <laughs> you're off. Yeah. Okay, you're flying through this ah, wormhole portal I've gotten to that point and and freaked out. I woke myself up I like I just couldn't believe that I did it huh okay but you can do it. I've interviewed all sorts of people what happens is you get through that you get through that uh, wormhole and you are spit out into what is called the star field which is endless 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 eternity field of just beautiful stars. And people talk about having Superman abilities. They can fly through this fucking thing, go go to one star, become a star, go to another thing. And in this star field, you can, I mean, it's like endless. Somewhere in there, you can find what people will describe as hell, Mm. which is this crazy dark maw of teeth, you know, like looks like There's a gash, a giant vagina in the the middle (laughs) of of the universe and it's just sucking in Mm. souls. Okay, there's that. And then there's a golden door floating Mm. that could be perceived as the pearly gates of heaven. And you get there and it will open. Uh, But if you're not worthy... The closer you get to it, it closes. Mm. There are people that have gone through there. And that is the pathway to... That's where Buddha lives. Okay. So you gotta... You gotta be yeah, worthy. Right. A master of energy. Yeah. And your soul. In order to enter that fucking... Otherwise, mm. you get to hang out for eternity in the star field. Mm. Um, and... From there it, but, it's not, but it's not like it ends. That's that 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 you you can learn and hone your abilities just like you would be able to learn and hone your abilities on the third dimension. Now you're in the fourth dimension. You're outside of time. Yeah. Okay? You can actually turn around and look and there's there's Earth. You can go back to Earth and be floating over your body.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all
2: you can go all around Earth, you go all around different planets. Okay? And you can see what the what's going on in our universe. <laughs> Um, that is that is one of the abilities you get and this is all I'm talking about all this shit in Brooklyn Gladiator yeah yeah
1: yeah. Um, uh, it's inter- I've never heard the circle thing that's an interesting yeah, it's, uh, it's technique
2: yeah. I saw it on it yeah. worked for me
1: huh.
2: um, and it goes along with star ga- uh, sun gazing too
3: hmm.
2: I always remember when I was a little kid and I was going to sleep and I had a night light because I was so scared of the fucking dark yeah so I always fall asleep seeing this little, you know, you don't talking about yeah, when yeah, you yeah. see the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the remnants of the, the light yeah. from when your eyes were open. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've ever had this before. Um, when you're in that state, there's something that happens to the inner ear. Um, when you're lying back mm-hmm. in it, it, the muscles around it loosen. Mm-hmm. So that suddenly the drum of the ear is not faced outward, it's faced toward your heart. Hmm. So that you are suddenly, your ear and your mind and your heart, you you hear it in your ear. And people freak out, they're like, oh my god, I can hear my pulse in my ear. Hmm. Yes, if you have high blood pressure and you're hearing that in your ear all the time, that's no good. Hmm. (laughs) But if you're hearing it during this moment when you're falling asleep, that is our natural physical mechanical um, cycle that happens in our body preparing us for astral projection. Hmm. Isn't that
1: crazy? Fucking Christ.
2: And when that was happening to me as a kid, I'd be like, "Oh my god, ah oh, fuck I hate that sound because that sound always told me that I was going to have a nightmare." Hmm. And I would freak out before bed. But why was I No, man. I was I was astral projecting when I was a little kid and I didn't know it and I couldn't control it so it was like a nightmare to me and I'd be flying over something and I'd feel like I was gonna fall and then I'd wake myself up. Yeah. You know you've had falling flying dreams all that shit? Oh yeah.
1: A lot of flying dreams. I'd or say like, I can figure out how to fly and, you know my dreams. Yeah
2: that's know. yeah that's also lucid dreaming mm. but that lucid dreaming is um, literally the cousin of astral projection. Yeah. Because it's very rare though, we can do that. it's really hard when as we get older. Yeah. But this these. Yeah. It's because of the the lack of dream molecule. Yeah. So if we are now ingesting psilocybin, DMT, on a semi regular basis, there's no telling that we, we can definitely connect and become spiritual astronauts again.
3: Yeah.
2: Like we sh-
1: like we're supposed to be. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking A guy. Oh wee. Oh wee. Alright, okay, that's a good place yeah. to end that one. Mm-hmm. Were we getting too crazy? One witch who told me I, I got my tarot cards read by this witch. Okay, I'm gonna keep she, rolling, that. oh yeah, yeah. She was <laughs> so I got my um tarot cards read by this witch. What
2: time is it by the way? And oh so,
1: wow, it's soon. Uh, and uh she was just like a, she was like a witch, witch. You know, she was just like a blonde hippie California lady. Uh, and she got read my tarot, you know, I got my tarot cards read. Yeah. And then she was like, and I'd heard about her because she was like, you should be a guru or something. And she was like, you should try microdosing mushrooms. Ooh. And then she, and then she was like, you should also try this um, meditation exercise where, you actually are like looking into the mirror and you have some kind of backlighting, but it's dark and you kinda of stare in between your eyes in the mirror, um, until it looks like you have one giant eye. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's your third eye. And then if you like can well you can go inside yourself if if you practice that um if you go where that leads you. Um essentially. Really? Yeah. Your cyclops eye. Your cyclops eye. Yeah, because it's like essentially you're like looking here, you're looking between your eyes, and, and then you can just dive and then in. It just, and yeah, and then it just eventually looks like you have one big eye. Wow. And then you can kind of dive in, you know. Wow, while your
2: while your eyes are open and awake. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I've been trying to do it. It's, it's difficult, but. Um,
2: I would be wary of mirrors. Yeah, I, am. I just am wary because it's like this other dimension staring back at us. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, what
1: happens a lot of times, especially if you don't, if you're not focusing there, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just you, your face changes. <coughs> yeah. If you Look at your face long enough, it changes. At some point, it'll be a skull. Whoa. Just because you'll see, you know, it's a fucking skull with skin on it. So you'll see, you know, like, you you know, you'll see just the way the cheekbones are, you'll see the fucking skull, yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's okay, it's just the contemplation of mortality, you know, a memento mori, if you will. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm memento mori. Hey. I got mementos for you. (laughs) Come on down. We're selling them over here. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Uh
0: keys and mementos and Yeah, <laughs> we got we got uh, monkey paws yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, we got goo
1: we got it all sunglasses yeah you wear your sunglasses a lot these are yeah and these are actually prescriptions okay yeah um there
2: is something to be said about mm. uh sun gazing mm. and um how it repairs your eyes
3: mm.
2: and uh gives you, like, much-needed nutrients. Just looking at the sun. Just looking at the sun. Okay. I mean, think about it. Huh. You know, it's radiating Yeah, yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean, it's a star. Yeah. It's, it's the closest star. So it's got to have some goodness on it. Right. Radiating at it. <laughs> you created all this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, or, well, yeah. it helped create it. So, and they say that there are techniques that, of sun gazing that you can do where it's... uh just, you know, sunrise, sunset.
3: Hmm.
2: And uh I'm starting starting to trip now. And um and oh, so wearing the sunglasses really um it tricks your it tricks your mind. Uh if you're wearing sunglasses on a regular basis and I used to wear sunglasses all the time, I was like, Yeah, I love it. It's cool to wear sunglasses and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yeah you, know, you know, but uh <laughs> quit the cigarettes, but but the sunglasses is something that's weird because it tells your eyes that um, it's nighttime. Yeah. So that it tri- that triggers a response to to prepare you for sleep. So your your brain starts to seep out little doses of dopamine and uh, not dopamine, uh, uh, serotonin mm. that help you sleep. During the day, hmm. so you're off with the cycle of the sun. It thinks, "Whoa, it's still nighttime." Okay, so it's it's actually tricking your brain into see- seeping, which which was like makes you feel cool, right? But you're not ready for bed, are you? Do you feel Do you feel like
1: sometimes you might be foggy or? I mean supposedly the orange lenses what they do is they block blue light oh okay is what people say that's good yeah they you do, have those The uh... programmers use them too so when they're sitting in front of a computer oh very good. blue light is a screen very and bad for you it like keeps you awake or right. it does, that, the, does the opposite it does something yeah it tells you it's daytime yeah yeah um, <laughs> so like apparently it's it's good to block the light, apparently.
2: It is. I when don't you're know trying that much about it. Yeah, um, when you're trying to go to sleep, uh, yeah. it's bad to have all those
1: those lights all around you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it kind of look. I mean, the orange lenses kind of make everything look like something. acids like, just about to kick in or something. You know? Yeah. It kind of looks like that all the
2: time. Yeah, I love those kind of glasses. Yeah. Like, uh, my dad had these glasses. I think he went to a firing range once, right? And he yeah. had these yellow, cool glass. Yeah. Like I used to wear them as like future, yeah. character glasses all the time. But uh, but you the kind of glasses like the kind of glasses that um, uh, what's his name has in the Big Lebowski? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Dan, what the Dick fuck? Bridges. No, no, no. The other guy oh oh yeah yeah fucking uh john goodman, john goodman. Yeah, yeah 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 those yellow glasses yeah yeah, yeah. those th- they're like fiery range glasses right yeah 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 right fucking A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i uh i i love those those different because yeah i don't know what that does with the serotonin but i notice sunglasses all the time trick your eyes
0: I
1: wear my sunglasses at night so I can so And you're drinking the rock star. Keep track of the visions in your dreams, you know. Jesus, yeah.
2: rock star. Wow.
1: It's like my jam. It's, it's
2: energy plus hydration. Yeah. Just
1: in case. It's you got know. electrolytes, which plants crave. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are actually weird because they're old aviator glasses from like the 30s whoa no yeah. way yeah can they're I like, see those yeah, yeah, yeah they're from the I put the little oh, wow. rubber things on them holy um, shit these are cool really. I got those frames at the Melrose flea market oh and then what I did is I took them to a weird antique glasses guy who put my prescription so weird scene with your prescription. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like, I was like, and the, the original sunglasses were orange wow. like this, and I was like, oh, can you put my prescription in it but make them tinted like this, you know?
3: Because a what normal. Your, what's
1: your podcast, man? Talk about your podcast.
3: Sick and wrong, baby. Yeah. Sick and wrong. So I was podcast. on it. I was on it. Yeah, you were on it.
2: What? 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 what how was that
1: episode. Um, that was like a year years ago. Years ago. It was like a maybe a year ago or something. All right. Well, now I'm on it again. Yeah, I think it was like right around Fantastic Beasts or something. Like, All right. Well, here we go. We'll yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do an annual thing. man. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, it's cool. I mean, we have a good, we got a Patreon. We can get like, man, maybe like a like a about twelve hundred a month from that, which is pretty good. That's
3: good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
2: um, we have. Uh, let's talk about some of our projects that we're working on. So in uh, we have Moon Lake coming out uh, this December um, Andrew has helped me you helped me put together volume two man that's how right Isn't yeah how I we, originally yeah yeah that's how we we connected and yeah, yeah. Uh, so um,
1: and then we wrote, we co-wrote a
2: couple and then we co-wrote ago. a couple things yeah. and then we we wrote so much material yeah. uh, for volume three it's like so volume so volume 1 and 2 with some a little bit of new materials coming out in December which will be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then that's going to uh, that's really an advertisement for volume 3 mm-hmm. which is coming out next summer which is going to be just tons of new I mean, we have so many stories, man. We we just realized today that we have uh, like 100 120. 125 pages yeah. of of material that's totally unpublished I mean that itself is volume 3 right there and then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna add a little more to that one and that'll be out um, that'll be out in the summer so that's awesome we're also working on uh, Brooklyn Gladiator yeah Uh, volume 0 is out um, and volume 1 is gonna be out uh, in the spring which is exciting that is um, that 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 book Brooklyn Gladiator, it's every day something happens that something that Elon Musk does or something that the president does. Uh, or some kind of new nanite technology that's created where I'm just like, We are living Brooklyn Gladiator. Like Yeah. This isn't this isn't it's happening now. It's very weird. It's um, very fucking weird. Yeah, they were talking what was it the other day? It was uh it was uh high heel implants someone put it was like a fashion show Uh and it was all implants for fashion week and they had these these women walking around who had implanted into their fucking heels oh fuck heels
1: Uh just like we do in Book Gladiator like Uh like weird I had a fucking dream the other night that I was I was in like a hospital for some reason, hang like hanging around a hospital and there was this in these there were these like tanks of water like along the ceiling and going around. This was a dream you yeah. had. Yeah. And there was a girl who was like you know how like people are transgendered and they're like I identify as a woman. So I Right. and this is like in this version of the world that I was dreaming in, people are like, oh I'm I identify as a mollusk person you know so she was like she had these tentacles and they were like kind oh of God. artificial and kind of not at the same yeah, time and they were connected to her and she was also like you know she had gills she could swim around wow. and like we fell in love and it was really weird whoa and I was like oh, how is this going to work you know this is not uh, <laughs> it was like you know it's like it was yeah. really like a ship
0: you know <laughs> this is like that yeah. movie it was like that Guillermo del Toro yeah, yeah <coughs> Shape of Water and yeah. It's like the lobster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did and you like see that the, movie? Uh, no, I
1: know. I did not see the lobster. It's good. Yeah. Colin Farrell and the uh, fucking uh, <coughs> but she had all these like, tentacles that were kind of like they were almost kind of like you know those like weird like German industrial chicks that have like rope hair. There's like dreads and they're like pink and orange. Yeah, and green. That yeah. That's what her tentacles were like. They were like, oh. bigger versions of that. And we were, gotta like, get that multicolored into that and idea. shit. Yeah. yeah and it was weird. this weird material that was kind of like silicone and kind of like a Whoa. fabric and it was like
2: but it, it felt it good was, on your nuts
3: yeah <laughs> so you liked it
1: <laughs> yeah it was fucking bizarre I love how many orifices you have lady yeah <laughs> I don't I I never really got into like Does she have a cloaca I don't we didn't you know I don't we didn't, I don't think we got to that stage cloaca
0: um, what's a cloaca what is a, what is a cloaca it it's sounds like, a thing like
1: that the like, um, Bear says. That like birds have and I guess Oh. Fish. I guess some fish I'm diff- on to Oh their heads it, or their necks. Um no, it's like a orifice like the um like birds have sex and excrete everything through the same orifice. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: Right, like a yeah. vagina.
1: Yes. If everything went through the vagina, you know.
2: Well, the vagina, everything kind of comes out of the same place, except for the poo. Right, yeah. Wait, the,
1: the poo doesn't come out of their cloaca, does it? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, birds, yeah. I th- and I think maybe squids. Fuck them. Maybe, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. You do everything with that. The squids have beaks. You're gonna talk to your mother with that orifice? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Ew.
1: Cloaca.
0: Cloaca, waka, <laughs>
2: <laughs> This is a crazy episode. I, while we were talking, I just realized we should do a podcast. Yeah. Maybe we should do the annual Shroom Off. Yeah. This is this is the annual Shroom Off.
3: Yeah.
2: Where we do a podcast where you see us slowly unravel into uh, <laughs> insanity, where we're where we're not, Where we where, what's happening now? Where yeah, it's hard for my mouth to move. <laughs> it's
1: hard, Shmashi. It's Are hard, real.
2: Are you hungry? You want to eat
1: something, man? Yeah uh okay what do you want to do you want to order something yeah man I'd I go to, <coughs> I could I could get some shit here or we could go to whatever you want to do I'm good either way um, I feel like I could probably be around people and not go nuts up down. okay
2: let's stop this